0: hey everybody welcome to real life sci-fi with wade and willie i'm wade i'm willie this is a starburns audio produced podcast that's been described as kind of like those friends you've had for years and you're not really sure why you're friends but you are so you just go with it <laughs> uh that's a five star review on apple podcast by cemetery ridge films thanks cemetery ridge films yeah um I, should I read the whole thing? And then he just goes on to say who has the time or energy to make new friends anyway. So I don't know. I <laughs> fucking this up already. Uh if you want to get two bonus episodes a week, subscribe to our Patreon. Just go to patreon.com slash real life sci-fi. Oh and hey, hit up our T public store. I, I search for real life sci fi. I've, I've never known the address of that. I think it's T
1: public slash real life sci-fi, but if you search it, it for a while we were we it wouldn't show up, but now it does
0: so yeah leave a leave a five-star review on apple podcast we'll read it on the air um thanks for listening hey willie how are you uh,
1: i'm doing i'm doing pretty good i mean i feel like nothing's changed in a week yeah, <laughs> how, are you, how are you doing
0: we live in a, a state of stagnation for sure like it's all about uh what new tv shows you've found
2: how are you while, doing? While, while there still are some to be found
0: Whoa, who's that? Let's welcome no. aboard the SSRLSF, our good friend, uh, co- comedian writer, Brian comedian. Ridley.
2: <laughs> what do you mean comedian? Yeah,
0: I've what seen is- you do stand-up. You have that bit where the, the lobsters scream yeah, or whatever.
2: Sure, but I mean, I don't think I've performed stand-up comedy in well over a decade. And
0: you, you know, just listened to the Dwyer episode where he called I, me out for the same thing.
2: I know that, thats it's, that's why I, I thought well, he's not gonna pull that shit with me
0: and you still- did. <laughs> you still <laughs> can,
2: I, can I explain why? Can I explain why I take umbrage with it personally? Oh, I would because, love
0: for you to because I think that's the weirdest thing to take umbrage okay. with.
2: So 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 you know there's a, there's obviously thousands, hundreds of thousands, maybe tens of thousands at least. Comed- so-called comedians in the world and you know if, if, if I haven't made a dime as a comedian and I mean I barely made a dime when I would have been happy to call myself a comedian but if it's been that, that long since I made a dime then like I'm just some, some schmuck who calls himself a comedian <laughs> or who his friend calls a comedian
0: okay but, well let me let okay, go on but
2: if you say I'm a writer I'm like well shit I got the bona fides for that you know I said I, writer yeah, but you said it second. Uh,
0: do you and want me got, to explain? Got,
2: <laughs> yeah, let please. me explain
0: why. Because okay. I tried to say comedy writer, and for whatever oh. reason, it came out comedian writer. Oh, so
2: this whole thing, <laughs> this whole soapbox, I've gotten off of on, on a, was based on a
0: a misspoke. A yeah, I misspoke, and <laughs> um, and I would love to watch you skewer yourself over the barbecue. But uh, <laughs> I part of the reason was because I didn't I didn't clear with you what. Uh, credits I should yeah. list. And so it all boils down to me being a bad host. And I apologize.
2: No problem. Um, well maybe I'm a bad guest for being so thin skinned.
0: <laughs> There's no such thing as being a bad guest. That's you, true. You, can, you it's just like being walked bad- into the house. You walked yeah. into the house and you and you, you 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 kind of jiggled the china cabinet and a couple expensive cups fell down, but that's okay because you are a guest.
2: Wow that is that is a beautiful Philosophy. It's uh, a beautiful life philosophy.
0: Thank you. Uh, that's like I that's like
2: to, how how people say that you know in like I don't know Middle Eastern countries how belching is uh, is polite because it means you're enjoying the food. Yeah, you know, it's
0: you're like, the food.
2: Yeah, it doesn't see like the more you destroy uh, of your host's possessions, the better of a guest you are.
1: Like <laughs> oh man, he had such a good time at my house. Yeah, yeah. He he was so free and so happy <laughs> that he knocked over some
0: shit. <laughs> You've been on the show, what, twice before? Three I think times, so, yeah.
2: But I've never come so armed with, with knowledge and, and opinions. Okay,
0: well, let's get into it. Let's do a quick WOW scale. Um, WOW stands for Wade or Willie. It's a quick five-question test to see where on the spectrum you are between yeah. a Wade and a Willie. WOW scale.
2: In general, or this per this subject, because I must have taken this test before, and is it? Is oh, it general,
0: general, okay. general. You've you've definitely taken it before. Okay, but I don't remember what you got. I'm sure you're yeah. probably like a, a two or a three or something. Okay. Okay. First question, three parter. Do you believe in aliens? If so, have they visited Earth? If so, have they visited Earth in the last 300 years?
2: Um. God, I want to I want to give the non-hack answer, but this feeds into what I want to say my whole spiel today. I guess I do believe in aliens, meaning extraterrestrials exist out there um, with less confidence. Will I say that they visited and obviously with even less confidence, I'd say they have visited in the last 30 years. So is that. Can you give me like a, a points you know rating based on those responses?
0: Yes. I'm calculating it all in my head. Don't worry about your score. (laughs) Second question. Do you believe in ghosts? No. Okay. Do you believe in Bigfoot? No. (laughs) No with a laugh.
2: (laughs) (laughs) My my answer to ghosts was like, no with like a, but maybe, but no with a (laughs) laugh for Bigfoot.
0: There should be like a sort of exclam like a like a fun exclamation point for when somebody's avidly yeah. like laughing. At
2: Absolutely.
0: Do you believe in psychics?
2: No, I, I'd say no with the same with the same question mark as ghosts,
0: though. Okay. Are you superstitious? Yeah. Yes. Hmm. Interesting. What, what's a quick <laughs> superstition that you have?
2: You know, I don't know. I, I I feel like some of it is rooted in kind of just religious stuff. Like I certainly I would like I would not want to you know, um, like okay, so so you know, I was raised reform Jewish, but then I went through not that we need to get into it, an orthodox sort of or more religious Jewish period that Wade certainly knows about when I went to Israel. And uh, and, I, and I and I and during that time I got these things called um, to fill in, which are very holy, like you—it's this whole thing where ritual where you wrap it around your arm, and inside the box, you've probably seen the pictures of Jews with like the boxes on their heads and their straps wrapped on their heads and straps on their arms.
1: Yeah,
2: and in the boxes there's like these prayer—I think these little prayer scrolls—and so and, and those are supposed to be very meaningful and holy. It's not like it's just like writing, you know, printing it in a book. It's supposed to have a certain level of, of sacredness that 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 is above just a simple writing of Hebrew prayers in a book. So I like wouldn't want to like throw those against a wall or drop. You know, I, I feel like superstitious about that. So, you know, I ascribe some spiritual value to inanimate objects, I guess, which has got to be something in that.
0: Category. Okay. Yeah, then I would say you're like a one. Now one out of what? I'm a five so a zero a zero is a way to five is a Willie, I would say you're a one,
2: yeah i, I yeah i mean i i i and, and to be clear and this will feed into everything I want to say today I, and I'm not to say not i I'm almost presenting like I have a manifesto and I'm just gonna do a monologue, <laughs> but um because I'm not even clear exactly what the subject matter, is. so I'm coming in with a lot, but um I I am naturally a believer. I am wired to. I I have had to act. It's like I'm like the I'm like the the I was a, a as if I was a fat kid, who had to like and no, this is you know no offense or uh, you know, just, I know it's good lord. I'm already digging myself in a hole with fat shaming.
0: Just say it. Just say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like anytime, I'm you, like anytime you retract to preface it something, it it's worse. not a I good. I know. Yeah. I know.
2: I'm like a heavy set kid. Or a big boned kid who like at, at you know, at 15 or 16, I remember I have a couple of friends who were like this growing up. We were like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to start working out. And it took a lot of effort. And I was fortunate enough genetically where I didn't have to do that. But with my brain, I was, you know, overweight with my sort of, I guess, thinking. Like I was more gullible. I was more susceptible to believing in nonsense. So I really had to work hard to be a skeptic. And, and that plays in a kind of, what I assume we're going to talk about, which is sort of my, the way I see a lot of the stuff lately about UFOs and the the larger narrative.
0: Well, good, good. Well, what a great apropos segue. Uh, Willie, what are we talking about? Tonight on Real Life Sci-Fi, the Nimitz
1: encounter and the timely release of UFO stories from the Pentagon, the Navy, Tom DeLonge. Is there anything to any of this stuff?
2: Yeah, you could, and, and also I,
0: I want whoa, to get a little whoa. bit Oh,
2: sorry, sorry, sorry Did I just step on like the announcement? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Is this yeah. like someone jumping in the booth with Daryl Hammond? Sorry, Yes,
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's <laughs> exactly that. Oh my
2: god <laughs> Okay It's like if like, if like, if like, uh, if like uh, I don't know Adam Driver just popped in during the Daryl Hammond's intro Hey, what's going on?
1: Okay, go on Find out today on Real Life Sci-Fi. All right. <laughs> All right,
0: cool. Okay, now please hold Please hold your... I know that you have a lot to say. Yeah. And I think the way that we're going to probably do this, I, I, I don't know what Willie has planned, but um, I feel like you could maybe take the lead if that's not too much pressure. But first, I'm just going to do a quick... Here's the real... Saying here's what here's what happened. This is what we're talking about. This is the real life. Real life. Uh, the SS Nimitz UFO incident was an encounter with a UFO by fighter pilots off of the Nimitz is the um, um, aircraft carrier, right? Yeah. Yep. So uh, these two two uh, you know fighter pilots go out. And they have a radar visual encounter with like these UFOs. This is during a training exercise. It's uh, off the, it's in the Pacific ocean off the coast of Southern California. This is November of 2004. Yeah. Um, So in December of 2017, this video came out. It was published in the New York times. Um. So it's been out there. Like people in 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 Willie's kind of like um conspiracy theory realm have known about it. The reason that we're talking about it now is because in April of 2020, this year, the footage was declassified and officially released by the Department of Defense. And so now it's like our own government, because before it was like, oh yeah, these are like leaked videos, like who knows like if they're legit? I mean, they were legit, we all knew it, but now it's like super duper legit. Right. Well, I mean, we, that's about,
2: yeah. I mean, the, 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 I guess I, I and I, I, Willie, maybe you'll know, I, I want to be clear right now, prefacing everything I say, I am not super knowledgeable about the UFO world in general. I, after the release of the the Nimitz, well, I guess it's three videos altogether. Um, and two of them were from the Roosevelt and two, one of them from the Nimitz. Um, those famous videos that were first brought to everyone's attention with the with the New York Times article two years ago, um, I, I I like never really paid that much attention to UFOs. I mean, I wondered about it, but and I'm a fan of science fiction. But after those videos were released in April, I went on a complete fender. And so everything I say in this episode, I'm going to probably get things wrong. I'm probably going to accidentally slander people because I have strong opinions on them <laughs> without having really done yeah. my research. You know what I mean? I'm going to probably be unfair to yeah, yeah. people, but I, I I'd like to think I, in the last month, and especially in the last couple of days, I've just been doing it such a deep dive on so many things and made kind of connections in my head. Um, well, here's, sorry. I, I, I yeah. now I, I just feel like I just
1: butted in and now I'm getting into something. No, else. no, 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 no. This, this is great because, um, every episode is like a personal experience and like, this is how all this shit relates to you. And so I I think it's fascinating because when it comes to conspiracy theories, when it comes to the alien, anything, every conversation you have is on a personal level because there isn't a blanket. Yes, we believe in aliens, you know, like every case is so everybody's beliefs are so specific that like, I like, you know, figuring out where people stand before we have a conversation. I mean, to add to that, it's,
0: it's, yeah, I think the personal thing is right. We've done this topic before. There's, there's not like a ton to talk about, which is why I think like you're bringing a lot to the, yeah, which is why I think you're bringing a lot to the table because you're a new perspective. And so it's going to be fun to like, kind of, kind of dive into that.
1: Yeah. I mean, and I, sorry, go on Willie well I, I, and i have I have a perspective too that because I went back and listened to that episode too with um um Dwyer and it, it was a great episode and there were there's definitely a whole shelf of things that I didn't talk about and that's how that's how every topic is for me you know and so well i'm like i i if,
2: I, if I'm not mistaken i think I think with Dwyer's knowledge you guys spent more time talking about new bands to listen to than you did the actual Nimitz encounter <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, that's the thing. The actual and uh, the the events of the encounter, we just kind of brushed over. And I'm like, and like, and like, I I don't mind revisiting what happened specifically,
0: because I mean, here's well, let's the thing. why don't we why don't we jump into it rather than yeah. talking about what we've talked about? Let's let's just let's do it.
2: So so okay yeah. so so I want to uh, let me just start by talking about like I said I I I'm gonna get into wider UFO. Mythology, so to speak, um, yeah. including, you know, Willie, have you watched this documentary called Unacknowledged Today? So, um, well, one of the things I found, by the way, in my just kind of binging of all this information is like how many times some of these characters end up crisscrossing with each other. Like it's a pretty small world, which in many ways you could actually say is a conspiracy. In itself, where you kind of go like, "Oh, like there's actually connections between things that are in the, that seem disconnected in the UFO world." Certain figures start popping up, and you know.
0: Well, I did, guess, what are you? Are you talking about? Are you talking about the Talking Heads on like Ancient Aliens, or are you talking about like actual I'm, people involved in? So,
2: the- so, 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 so ra- I could rattle off a bunch of names. Like, there's a guy named George Knapp. Are you familiar with him, Willie? I think he co hosts uh, uh, Coast to Coast AM, or guest host Coast to Coast AM. I think he he's sort of yeah. an investigative UFO guy. Who's yeah? I'll, I'll get to him. He's he's kind of exposed certain things, but but actually, the real figure that I that I would, would what fuck would, am I thinking of? Go on. The real figure I, I would, and I'll get to the Nimitz specifically in a second. But the real figure is this guy named Hal Putoff. Do you know who that guy is? And I might be pronouncing his name wrong. Hal uh, Putoff.
0: I
1: recognize the name.
0: But Your no, pronunciation no. of his name is really putting me Put off.
2: Yeah. But, but this is a guy who, who I want would, to I would, I would, I would draw a gigantic line from, you know, starting like 40 years ago to up until specifically the Nimitz encounter and how the Nimitz encounter became released to the public through the Tom Delong founded uh, TTSA, the Two of the Stars Academy, which was co-founded by the guy I just mentioned, Harold Putoff. I, I think I call him Hal. I think maybe some people call him. Yeah, Hal. It's so Harold. See, Yeah, it's Harold. Harold. Yeah. So, 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 real quick, I, I, do you want me to get into the Harold Putoff of it, or do you want me to talk about Nimitz? Yeah, yeah. Do well, choose your own adventure.
1: <laughs> I guess let's start with Nimitz, right? Let's. let's okay, start so, so basically, of-
2: so basically, I, I, I really didn't under I, those three videos come out in December of 2017. And, you know, I think along with, the, and those videos were, I mean, there's so many names I can throw out that we all know, when I say we all, I assume anyone listening to the show that's a fan of basic UFO stuff, like the ATIP, which is that government program that was, that was part of, you know, that Harry Reid got the funding for, that was, you know, Robert Bigelow, his, uh, the, the Bigelow Aerospace uh, contracted. Um, anyways, blah, blah, blah. I, I want to stay focused. So basically the, the incident, you know, you see these videos and I didn't really understand what they were. I'm just like, okay, there are three videos and some of them are hear talking. And then when I actually started researching specifically the Nimitz encounter, which is the easiest one to, to learn about, because I, I. It happened 16 years ago. So it's I think. well documented. Yeah. It's, it, well, a lot of the people that were there ca- have come out. I, I, the other two videos were from 2014 to 15. I don't think those people have come out as much, oh, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And I think some of them are because they're still in the military, they're still serving, and they don't want to <laughs> look like, you know, nuts, which is a huge stigma as far as all, all this stuff goes. So, but the Nimitz encounter, you have, you know, I think there were a total of four pilots who claimed to directly have seen it. Yeah. Okay. Four F 18 pilots you have, you know, to, to, to rewind a little bit, you have the people on the, there was the Nimitz aircraft carrier. Then there was the USS Princeton cruiser ship, whatever that is called part of this carrier group. Those people, I believe, and these, these are the details. I might get certain things wrong. But those people, I think, picked it up on the radar first. Picked up strange objects on the radar, right? Yeah. Okay. So they pick up strange. So, so a couple of those people, Kevin Day and Gary Voorhees, and a couple other people, yeah, um, have come out and said, "Look, I, I was in the room with the radar, and I, you know, I, I know what these. I know the difference between a flock of seagulls or, you know, or even just a bug in the radar and real objects. You know, and I'm no dummy." So you have those people who claim that they saw things on a radar. Okay. Then at some point they send out, um, uh, David Fravor and, you know, and in his plane, there's a WSO. So a, a guy in the backseat, what do I, who I think is named Jim slate once again, could be wrong. And then another F 18, which is a, um, uh, a female pilot who has not gone on the record, who apparently, you know, vouches for the, seeing the the object the so-called tic-tac object and, you know, so it's, And then her WSO, who I don't know, her person in the backseat, who I don't know what they've said or come on record or anything like that. But I think all four people basically said they saw this tic-tac-shaped, 40-foot-long UFO object from about a half a mile away, or, or further, depending on which jet was closer. And I think Fravor's jet was the closest. Um, and then uh, after that, after they encountered it, when they went out to go intercept, based on the radar location... Saw it, went back to the air, uh, aircraft carrier, and then another jet. I think it was one more jet, but maybe it was two more. One more jet with a guy named Chad Underwood, who just came out with his first interview, was the guy who actually took the FLIR, the FLIR video footage. That is the, one of those three videos, the FLIR video, where you see the object, and it's, he locks onto it. I don't think there's any audio in this video. Like the other ones are like, whoa, dude, check it out. What the fuck are those things, man? Yeah. <laughs> but this video, I think it just silence, and I think it locks on. And then, and then at the end of the video, the object sort of zips off to the left. And so, um, that's the overall, so basically that's the over overview of the Nimitz encounter. And then how it actually becomes a part of the public consciousness is another story because that which is equally as fascinating I don't yeah, like, yeah I just want to jump in but well, I-
1: let, let, let me um, do broad strokes on the Nimitz encounter also. Sure. Here, here we are. It's 2004. We're, we're still at war. Uh, the Nimitz aircraft carrier is a nuclear class carrier, which means that it has nukes, and there are submarines with it that have nukes and and they are running tests because we're at war. They, they're, they're, they're about to go to the Persian Gulf. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Here
1: we, there here we are just off San Diego and and so the the guy running the 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 radar noticed some things near Cat, near Catalina for a couple days. And then when they were about to do these whatever like the exercises like Yeah. They they were like, well, we've seen these things here for a few days. We should just go check them out. We don't know what they are, but we should check them out so we know what they are. So that's why they scrambled them because but they notice them for a couple days, which is crazy to me. Which means so I only bring that up because in the realm of what the fuck is this are these tic tac things, there's three overarching ideas of what they could be. One, uh instrument failure. That, that's that's one idea on the table.
2: On the on the radar end of things. Yeah.
1: That, yeah, that they, they were switching out radar stuff and that, the, you, you know, they did switch out radar stuff around that time. Um, one story is that, you know, it was all radar blips and nobody saw anything. So I don't believe that, but that's a story that's out. That's one sure. version. W- one version is that um, these devices were secret military, a, a different branch of the military or something. The
2: Air force. Above,
1: above them. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then the other one is that this is a UFO. Whether it be sure, it could be it could be within the UFO thing. It could be an alien manned craft, a probe, or some other thing. I mean, what what if this is some kind of new kind of let's say bug that looks like a a pill, but it's actually a, an animal? I don't think it's that either. But f- not,
2: f- I never heard that the
1: flying giant bug theory. Well, no, no. I'm just saying that that in the realm of possibilities. That sure. I mean, I've
2: heard, I've heard, I've heard that. I think I read somewhere that somebody speculated that it was literally a bug in the camera, like meaning a bug was on the lens of the FLIR camera and it looked like, a, you know, an object or something like that. I mean, that. Well, you know, I mean, I'm not I mean, saying I mean, that's what I believe. I'm just saying that's well, what
1: I've read. When I say a bug, I, you know, I'm just being an idiot. But, but for the most part, what if there was an animal? That could uh, go within different dimensions. What's that animal going to look like the first mm-hmm. time we see one? Right? I don't know yeah. what that is. Yeah. So In it's, other not, words, that, it's not this, but yeah, something. But something I believe or, that
2: something or something alien or interdimensional that is organic rather than technological. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so. Oh, sorry. Go on. I don't want. So and so. I hopped up on this. I. Like.
1: I would say this. I know that. Um, like, is there is there anything any of you at ad- Think that this is
2: well. Here's the thing. So, 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 you know, I said in my intro, as far as being on the Wade to Willie scale, I think that I think that you know, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, maybe I would have been higher on the scale, and I would have said it's obviously aliens. Um, that's one end of the. That's that's the furthest end of the scale. The opposite end of the scale is, you know, the most skeptical end of the scale. Which look. I I give credence to you because there's a guy named Mick West. Have you heard of this guy, Mick West, Willie? I I don't – if I did, I don't remember. Okay, so he he runs a website called metabunk.com or .org. He's a uh, former, like, video game programmer who – and I say that it's relevant because he claims, like, his brain is sort of wired to always try to – from his video game programming days to always, like, look at – you know, in the case of a video game – play the video game, try to figure out what's not working, why it's not working yeah, and problem yeah. solve. Right. So he takes that into kind of the real world and debunking a lot of these supernatural things. That's cool. Yeah. And to be honest, he, he takes those three videos and he does a completely reasonable assessment of what they could be. And in, in the case of the, the Fleer video, you know, he's like, look, this kid, this kid, you know, it's, it's pretty far away. It's just kind of a white object. Um, you know, he, he, he said a lot of different things about what it could be, but he's when he specifically focuses on the end of the video, when you see it zip off to the left, which people point to is like, Oh my God, the aircraft moved like that. He says, if you look in the, it's in the data on the screen, the, the zoom le- focal length, or whatever you call it changes. So if it's, if it gets closer, it, and then, it, it, you know, in other words, if you get closer to something, it's going to look like it's moving faster because it's, it's closer. You know what I mean? Like, then if it's further away, if something, if something moves really fast and it's closer yeah. to your hand, it looks like it's moving really fast when you're waving from your face. But if it's further away, it's not moving as fast. So he's like, it was a quick zoom, and then it looked, and then the, and the camera moved maybe one direction, and then you can watch these videos. I'm like, the camera yeah, yeah. slightly moved, and then it looked like the thing was zipping. He goes through the other ones and he explains why the I think it's the gimbal video which is the one where they're watching it and going like, whoa, dude, it's rotating. He explains how that could easily be a commercial jet that he shows. He does a recreation and it's like, you're like, yep, that would that is what a commercial jet would look like with that, looking at it through this camera. And and then I think he, he does the third one, to go fast, and he sort of explains how the, the parallax effect, the, I think it's the, what is it? I'm getting this wrong. I, I want to say the parallax effect, but Something where it's like objects sometimes look like they're going faster, but they're actually not. It could have just been literally a balloon floating across the ocean. So um, all that being said, my, my, in conclusion, I'm not saying that I don't believe it's, it's anything crazier than that. Like it could, it could be aliens or it could be top secret military equipment being tested by the Air Force on the Navy or another military or anything else the thing is when you, you could debunk those three videos and you're right that those, those videos aren't proof of a hundred percent of anything absolutely out of this world. I mean, you know, they're simply unidentified that Navy hasn't figured it out yet. The Pentagon hasn't figured it out conclusively or, you know, okay. Mick West is probably right, but you know, who knows? We can't say a hundred percent, but then you add all of the other people, the pilots who, who claim to see it, have seen it and the people on the radar. And you're like, all those people are mistaken. All those, that equipment is mistaken. It all adds up to a lot of coincidences.
1: Yeah, yeah. So hold on, hold on. Wade, let me ask you what you think, and then I'll debunk the debunks from just a broad just me being stupid.
0: Uh, I don't think anything. I, uh, you know, I live my life one quarter mile at a time, man. Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it, it is weird because as soon as you guess something, you take away cheap, cheap answer.
0: <laughs> no, but this is exactly what we we're talking about with like the news these days. I, I I tend to just not pay attention to any of it because it's gonna upset me. And so when it comes to this, I don't I don't have a theory because I don't really have I don't really have a stake in the game, you know? Yeah.
2: All oh, humanity should have a stake in the game, Wade.
1: Yeah. So Ridley, check it out, dude. Here here, here here's what I think. Uh when you listen to so i've listened to a lot of the pilots tell their account of what they saw and so to me these are only the one most-
2: only one pilot is just david fraber is really if, I, if i'm not mistaken i think he's the only one who's gone on record with the story he went on joe rogan he's done interviews right so when you say listen to the accounts do you do you mean anything more than him um
0: i
1: haven't listened well, to any guy, of
0: those the guy the guy I don't know if he's an <laughs> admiral or what, but like that guy has done TV. Where yeah, he right.
1: that's the Kevin Day. Um, well, Kevin um, Day is not a pilot, though. No, no, no. I, yeah, I know. I'm saying that that's who Wade's talking about. Um, yeah. th- this group of people got together. Now, I listen. N- now, I'm backtracking, but the, there's a whole group of people that got together from 2004
0: that mm-hmm. secret
1: that secretly got together and started. Mm-hmm. Uh, t- I'm like, oh fuck! They they have a YouTube channel, and their whole thing was like trying to get this out. They haven't done the circuit, you know. They haven't done Rogan. I think the I think there's only one pilot that's gone around doing the tour, but
2: from- yeah, yeah, D- David for, Yeah, and by the way, to be clear, I I'm only pointing this out because not that I'm necessarily skeptical. I'm just like it's interesting to really be specific about where all the information is coming from, and it's oh, like yeah. you know, the truth is. David Fravor, I think, is the only one of the four supposed pilots who witnessed the actual object with their eyeballs who's gone on record officially. I think, like I said, his female wingwoman, I guess that's redundant, his wingwoman, I think she was in a History Channel show, the the one that the TTSA produced. And I think she's, I haven't watched it, but I think she's interviewed like, you know, with maybe the, the, the garbled voice face disguise thing. Claiming, you know, describing it, but I don't think she's officially gone on record. Anyway, the point is, it's just so. It's, most of this comes from David Fraver's account.
0: So, what do you guys? Well, hold,
1: hold on. Let me let me jump into um, just so we're not debating because that's where I'm getting lost. I'm like, nah, whatever. One one pilot and one uh, uh, radar technician from from the Nimitz, Kevin Day, right? These two people. I, I think he was,
2: how... I think he was the Princeton, but. Whatever, all these details, who cares? I'm like a, I'm like a Nimitz nerd all of a sudden. <laughs> I know, but... but Actually, but, he was in the USS Princeton.
1: Well, I, here's the thing. I'm trying to do broad strokes and not get specific, but...
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. By, by all means. I'll stop, like I said, I'll stop being a nuanced nerd.
1: So, we have a pilot and someone from the ground out there describing... Um, I
0: think you mean from the ship. Oh, my
1: God. Oh, my God. Um... These two witnesses are probably the most uh, pro- professional witnesses you'll ever get in the history of witnesses. They they are working with a, a nuclear aircraft carrier, right? Yes. Um, the Just just saying that all the things that they describe these crafts doing, you don't see on the video. So so what what I'm saying is that listen the. For, listen, I've been following UFO videos forever, right? Even if they're fucking dumb, whatever. Um, UFO videos don't really make the news. Um, and then on one day, the New York Times and the Washington Post both released the same video. And and the reason why they released this video, some of the people attached to this have had a YouTube channel where they're trying to... Whistleblow this UFO encounter, and it didn't make it until until 2017 when it hits the New York Times and the Washington Post. I only bring that up because UFO stories don't make the news, and then when when the same story makes two of the biggest publications in the U.S., the whole thing is I believe that that these were released to try to get ahead of Tom DeLong coming forward. Tom DeLong had a lot of these witnesses together. And they were going to come forward and say, hey, here's our story. And so they had to release it before them, I believe, so that the, the story could go away easier because they released it. Nobody, it didn't spark any interest and then it went away. Right. Um, um, just saying that, like, who's a, they? Who's they? I can't say who they are. The, the, the military industrial complex, the,
0: the powers that be.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I can't get, I can't speculate who actually is that. But the thing is, is UFOs are top secret. And so when you release UFO information, you're releasing top secret information. Part of it is even just because of how they dealt with UFOs is how they would deal with ships coming in from other countries. You know, the whole thing is this is an enemy game. And so like, we can't give away UFO information because we're giving away this could be a top secret Russian thing. It could so be. but
0: now that we're in twenty twenty and the Pentagon or whoever released it, declassified it, what does that mean? Like so, so talk that, about that.
1: So that that that's where I was trying to lead to because this this is crazy for them to admit it. And then and then that same year the Pentagon comes out and says, Hey, we're actually spending millions of your taxpayer dollars still researching UFOs. Even though back in the 70s, we all agreed that this was all bullshit. The top scientists of the world, the top everything of the world said, hey, there's nothing to this. Come to find out they're still spending money on it. And so and so what that this is a weird secret release that this this wasn't on their timeline, you know. So the Department of Defense, they initially came out and said, no, this isn't this isn't an official release. You know, this is not. This isn't real, basically, and then they had to come back and say, "Oh, it is real." So the Department of Defense has changed their tune as as to these um, UFO videos, and and that's crazy. Did they not get their story straight? Did they? Not, are they trying to create confusion? We can speculate all day, but the Department of Defense changed their stance on the release of these UFOs, which is. What? fucking well, crazy I,
2: I i could go down well, that rabbit hole in a, in a wider context meaning like over the last 40 years but as far as the nimitz stuff goes the interesting thing there is the 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 the, the original nimitz fleer video has been apparently out in the world in one form or another another since i think 2007 maybe as early as 2005 but I was doing a little research and it it first popped up on some website called above top secret, which is like an alien UFO conspiracy website, apparently. And it was just like something somebody posted in the, in the comments in the forum. And they were clearly somebody who was aboard the the Nimitz or, or the the Princeton or whatever. The the, the tapes were brought off the plane and, and put on the ship and examined. And somebody got a copy and leaked it in 15 years ago, almost 13 years ago. And, um, and nobody gave a shit, at least not, you know, beyond the people on the most secret. Yeah. And I think some people even on that website thought it was bullshit because it's not a super impressive video in itself. I mean, those three videos together are sort of a lot. Those three videos together, a lot printed, you know, released by the New York times with the David Fraver interview, all of that starts to make it more interesting, but That one FLIR video is not that... I just explained how Mick West kind of debunked it in in a reasonable way. And so it was bouncing around. Okay, and then at some point in um, 2007, uh, I think is the the early stages of this this ATIP program, which is the other thing you're talking about, which is the millions of dollars we spent on, on studying UFOs, that whole thing. And that is... Um, the program that Hector, sorry, Luis Elizondo, who now yeah, works yeah. for TTSA was supposedly the head of, and then there's all this sketchiness about whether he was, or he wasn't, or whether they were supposed to study UFOs or whether they weren't supposed to study UFOs. But, but to, real quick to go backwards, even more, you know, Robert Bigelow is this billionaire from Las Vegas who started like what the budget in or something like that. Some hotel chain, that's how he made his billions.
0: He also had a he also had a nephew who made a living uh, being a gigolo. Uh, oh, deuce! Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, and and, 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 and he said, in. and he would, and he would used to take his his um, his Jane's because that's what they call them when they're women, not Johns. Yeah, back yeah. to the back to the budget end. So it's per, a perfectly synergistic relationship mm-hmm. between, in the Bigelow family. Um, yeah. If our beds are good enough for my famous uh, nephew to have sex with his tricks in for an hour, they're good enough for you and your family when you're visiting Ohio. Um, also, I believe in aliens. So, so Robert Bigelow, uh, Las Vegas billionaire, um, buddies with Senator Harry Reid, who is the Senate Majority Leader, Democrat. Um, they, he apparently, he'd been super into into paranormal. And he bought the Skinwalker Ranch famous ranch in Utah. That's what I
1: thought I recognized the name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and
2: and you know, and so there's all this weird shit happening there. He buys that in like 95, I think. He's he's always kind of got like paranormal research institutes and stuff like that. And by the way, Harold Putoff, that guy was involved in that. I'll I'll, I'll get into his, more of him later. And um and so so basically what happens is he um Supposedly, a scientist from the DIA, the Department of Intelligence Agency or Defense Intelligence Agency, visits the Skinwalker Ranch, has some crazy paranormal experience, comes back and says, "There's shit happening. We need to get money for it." Harry, Harry Reid and two other senators—I don't know. This is the shit I'm hazy about. Somehow get money for a what so-called black budget program, right? Yeah. So, so then this is also where it's it a little sketchy as far as how politics work but like they're like okay so here's a here's a, a multi-million dollar contract for a black budget program to not officially study ufos but whatever however they spun it to to study uh aerospace technology projected in the next 40 years you know where, where can we go from here from stealth fighting and you know i assume like how can we what's the next technology all totally on the you know ostensibly legit military research so robert bigelow is the only bidder. Of that contract and he wins it so it's a little bit sketchy like from political you know kind of yeah. swampish <laughs> shit like okay so harry reid gets money for this program millions of dollars and puts out a contract and the only bidder is his billionaire buddy robert Pigalo. so like that's a whole other story but whatever i don't want to even we don't even need to get into that so Bigelow is awarded the contract through his aerospace, whatever he sub he creates some LLC that's whatever it's called, and then that becomes, I think, ATEP or OSAP, the, the name of this program. And there's some confusion about these names, ATIP, OSAP, what these are. Um, and uh, and so that's over five years, they, they study different shit and they generate all these papers, like, oh, this is. A paper about wormholes, and this is a paper about laser beams, and this is, a, you know, I whatever they're, they've got. Meta, they're gathering metamaterials, which are supposedly like alien, you know, rocks or alien metal yeah. or shit like that, right? Okay, and at some point, Luis Elizondo is supposedly running that program, and then he is the one who decides that he's got to release these other two videos. So I think he's the one who starts the process of, of trying to get them efficient. So when I actually asked who they are, but I he, think but was, he,
1: well, yeah. Luis, Luis jumped on with Tom DeLong.
2: Yeah. But after, after he left ATEP,
1: because he felt like yeah.
2: he was, he was frustrated because he didn't think Jim Mattis, the secretary of defense was taking, you know, this stuff seriously. So then he leaves ATEP and then he gets involved with Tom DeLong with TTSA. And he brings over these videos because yeah. like I said, the first video, the flu video had been floating around for fucking ever. So he didn't, that's no secret leak. That was just, he grabbed that off the internet. And then I, but I think he got those USS Roosevelt videos through some sort of yeah. whatever you do to get videos in the, in the defense department.
1: I, I mean, here, here's the thing. The UFO world is riddled with misinformation. There, there are, there are, and disinformation there are people releasing stuff constantly that is fake it was weird because for a while people were using like the same program so like you'd see you know these what i don't know you'd see like the same palm trees in some of the videos you know um like it's the same footage, just getting remixed, like a meme. Well, like it was a program, and so with the palm tree in the in the UFO in in the program that they were creating, UFOs was like replicating the same palm tree. So they're like, for a while, there were some videos where it's like, look at this fucking UFO, and it's like that's the UFO, that's the palm tree from this video. Uh, so uh,
0: yeah, I mean, you're talking about like a, compo- a, a compositing, like an After Effects kind of program, and yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, we need a we need. Some landscaping here. to Throw that palm tree in there. And so it's, it's like, like clip it. art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. clip art for compositing.
2: But that that seems like unnecessarily effort. Too much effort. Like just shoot shoot it in Southern California. And then spend all your fucking you know computer graphic well,
1: resources I mean, on the alien shit. Here's here's the biggest question: Is, um, I mean, because because like like no matter what you believe, uh. Uh, is going on here with the release of of any sort of UFO stuff. It it really has to come back to what do you what do you think about UFOs? Because if if aliens are real and they're here, my whole take on all of this stuff is if you have a presence that is here and they they aren't harming us. But they're so technologically advanced that they could kill us in a second, you know, basically, um, just speculating. Um, you, you don't want to say – because here's the thing. To me, the military-industrial complex, their trick is to fool everyone into thinking that there's always a bigger threat so that, that they need to gear up for the next threat. Well, if the threat is uh, they could kill us in a second – then, then there's no point in them defending us anymore, and so and so the, the spin and the slow release of information has to come in such a way that benefits them. Um,
2: well, this is where I get confused because I, I watched um, on today the Stephen Greer documentary. You, you yeah. That what, okay. What, what What did you think of that overall? Well, place? okay, okay. I, I w- at the risk of offending anyone, and I didn't mean either Willie. Or, uh, or Stephen Greer, if he's listening, or anyone involved in UFOs. I thought that from a purely, I guess, rhetorical point of view, or like as propaganda, it was, there was a lot of bullshit. Meaning, like, the way that information was kind of, it was like you're watching this thing and it's got the dramatic music. It's like, it's like, it yeah, was, yeah. It, it had as much integrity as like Plandemic. It's like dramatic music, and then you're just getting bombarded with like, five seconds of somebody with an impressive Chiron. like this guy was the chief scientist of the of the of the nsa naval secret and you're like okay i guess i guess that means he's legit and it's just like bombarded 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 butter uh, a, a freeze frame of, of, of jimmy carter saying uh, uh, when i was a peanut farmer i saw an alien president jimmy carter you know like <laughs> a, a, a clip of clinton on Kim, um, kimmel so, so it's like you're just getting bombarded. You're like, okay, but I can't follow up on any. I don't know if these quotes were taken out of context. I don't know if this if this guy is who he says he is, you know. Uh, and 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 just sort of so rhetorically, it was just sort of like you know the, the kind of typical manipulative tactics of just flooding you with kind of so much shit you can't even slow down to to, to parse it all. Plus the music and all that. But then his thesis, which is why I'm bringing it up now was what I was so confused by because it essentially boils down to the military industrial complex or a such such a deep state conspiracy cabal that's so deep that even the president and the heads of our intelligence agencies can't get the information or 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 at risk of being assassinated if they do are and he seems to be making a couple different points, are either suppressing this top secret, they, they use all this, you know, black budget money, which is the same kind of m- money that went to this, you know, ATIP program we just talked about with Harry Reid. They're using these billions of dollars that disappear from the defense budget to, A, create technology that's like 100 years beyond where we are. So like, you know, supposedly the government has the ability to, to go to, to, to travel across the galaxy. Supposedly they have the ability to, to, to generate energy uh, cleanly and we could replace fossil fuels, but they're not releasing this why that was one of his points, and I didn't understand it and then, to your point, they also he also sort of implied that we need to continue to create enemies, either it's the Russians to justify military spending or it's or it's the the Muslims, and now it's aliens, and that there's been a year's decades long conspiracy to build up aliens through Hollywood movies as an as a threat as an enemy and then at some point. And this is where I'm getting really confused because it mentioned the documentary. Somebody says, either we're going to use all this technology we've developed to create a false flag. In other words, using our own tech, super high secret, secret technology we've created to create a fake UFO attack. And then, I don't know, seize power by having the world believe in aliens, but it's really just us. Or, or maybe that, that we're going to try to attack the aliens, but they're actually friendly and that we're going to make a big, big mistake. Will they explain?
1: Yeah, um I I listen, I think that you nailed a lot of it uh properly. I, I mean, here here's the thing. I know that uh uh This is this is me I, now I don't want to sound like I'm trying to defend him too much, but I'm like, so 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 your take on that documentary is spin. And I and I I get that. I get that. There's a lot of shit. Um my 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 take is Cause he's the guy that had right before nine eleven, they had between one and two hundred expert witnesses that were all going to Congress to say, Hey, there's something to this UFO thing and, and the American people need to know about it. And then nine eleven happened. That didn't have anything to do with anything, but it stopped the conversation. It's like, why don't we talk about aliens like, you know, um and so, and so to me um, bigger, bigger slash smaller fish to fry. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like there's, I, I it, it's, there are some weird things in there too, but I'm like, well, if I, I feel like, I feel like the responsibility is to get it all out. Do I think that there, that there is a, a cabal of top secret people? My my answer is that is that if you, if you look at the progression and and not not even to defend him or anything just just think about like top secret um entities they th- that that is like the only way they can survive because like when when one guy retires they don't. Be, they, they, there's no way they're going to be like all right here's the new guy let's just tell him everything it's like oh fuck if we tell him this thing that's illegal we can't tell him this like top secret stuff is so top secret that like yeah, I, I, personally, I personally believe that they do not tell presidents anything about UFOs. If anything, because somebody has to interpret everything. Like, like picture you have to tell the next president about UFOs, and you're like, well, this one might not be real, or this one looks real. It's like, it's like no, no, no. The, the whole thing is like, this is UFOs are top secret. So I know that they get top secret information, but they don't get all of it. And so I think it's been pushed up so far that it's just like there's a top, that like top secret people are accidentally ruling, or you know they have too much power, and like when they retire, like shit goes haywire. And-
2: but who are these people? That's what I could not figure out. I was like, I, I, I'm not kidding when I say this. This isn't a joke. Whenever he say, whenever Gus Spring, you know, because that's who the narrator was. Uh, what's his name? The actor. Um whenever he talk about you know the shadowy cabal of um military industrial elites that secretly are running the world at such a high level it would cut to footage of Dick Cheney <laughs> like almost every single time I was like is Dick Cheney the most powerful person on the planet is that what they're suggesting
0: what year is the stock from, or whatever two thousand
2: seventeen
0: that's weird,
2: yeah, And I was like, I, like it, it, so I'm just like I don't understand like it's it almost like it's like no, it's not it's 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 it, this is what I don't understand. it's like where does the buck stop where is the where does the evil buck stop like if it's is it is it is it as simple as Dick Cheney, or is it like is Dick Cheney just kind of the face of this even deeper, darker more sinister? I feel like oil executives like, like
1: my take is he's the face. They're trying to use him as an example to be dramatic for editing. Right. Like, oh, he, Man, you know. and
2: there goes my initial criticism. I was like, make your point or don't make your point, but like, just be specific. I mean, it's like this vague idea. And then you're just like, ah, but,
1: placeholder but, Dick Cheney. Well, I mean, I mean, but they have to have a placeholder because if you knew who it was, you could get arrested for revealing, you, you know what I mean? It's like when you, it's so top secret. That
0: yeah. But, Dick Cheney, but Dick Cheney is such an obvious like propaganda pull because why wouldn't they just use Pence? Because like nobody hates Pence in the way that they hated Cheney. It's like well, no, it's th- like a very was, obvious this, like this was you know, made pictures of Cheney elicit an emotional reaction, which is like oh this guy is super evil.
1: But th- th- this was made using this this whole documentary, though it was released in 2017, really had nothing to do with. Uh, uh, Trump
0: administration stuff.
1: This was all left over from 9-11 where we have all these. No, I, I
0: get it. I just think it's bad filmmaking. It's like Dick Cheney is out of the picture.
2: Well, I, th- I think like, the point just... was that Dick Cheney is the ultimate representative of the sort of, you know, national security state boogeyman plus the defense contractor slash, you know, fossil fuel industry boogeyman. Cause he's like had his fingers in all those pies.
0: Why wouldn't so he, you just use the Koch brothers or something like that? Well, because like, The Koch brothers
1: didn't, didn't start the Iraq war. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, and so specific, specifically Cheney though, because, because like, like Bush senior, you know, the, 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 there are a, a few ties to Bush senior in this. And like, he's one of those shadowy figures who, how do you become the head of CIA without working for the CIA first? Well the thing is is he was I guess
0: I'm off base because I first. because I'm picturing I'm off base because I'm picturing a 2017 documentary but they're talking about events that happened in 2004,
2: right? Well, no, I don't know. No, they're talking about events that have happened for 50, 60 years. They're going they're going back to Roswell motherfucker. Yeah. We're 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 opening up the we're widening the scope beyond beyond the Nimitz encounter, meaning like
0: it, I'm just j- coming back around to the baffling idea of showing Dick Cheney in a in a propaganda documentary in 2017, and it makes sense because this footage is from his administration.
2: Yeah, and 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 also, well, he, so so I, I do want to tie this in, by the way, to the Nimitz Encounter stuff because I think there is a direct tie-in, and that um, you know what I don't understand at all is what is the point of all this? Meaning, you know, I don't know. Am I, on the way to Willie scale, like there seems to be so much shit that's happened over the last 70 years, you know, since Roswell, if you want to go back further, depending on what your criteria is that I'm like, it seems like, and there's been enough government figure, you know, I, I'm seeing all these names. I'm being glib about the filmmaking of it because I think it's, it's not great filmmaking, but I'm like, okay, but this, this is a guy with this credit saying this, this is a guy that this credit saying it, you know, Maybe, maybe these comments were taken out of context, but at the end of the day, you know, a lot of astronauts and presidents and senators and military people have said something to the effect of UFOs are real, or I think that it's, there's evidence of UFOs or something. And so I believe that there's enough evidence, I guess, to, to, to convince all these people. Although that being said, they're not scientists. They're, they're just as fallible as as, as anyone. As, as anyone. I mean, these are also the same people who might not believe climate change is real or they might believe in you know the the armageddon is going to happen you know uh, the the biblical uh revelation is going to happen um so they're just so, as fallible but they are right. there are legit people so i believe that there's i believe that there is fire where there's smoke
0: okay but let, so here's the thing we should take a break i think we've covered sort of the the actual encounter and the people involved what i what I wanna get into is like what you guys actually think, right? I mean, unless Ridley you have more sort of like things to talk about, I think it would be more fun to like you just touched on it a bit a little bit, like what is the point like I think we should we should get yeah. into like theorizing on like why they're doing it, why they're doing it now, um so we'll take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're talking. USS Nimitz with our good friend Ryan Ridley.
1: Willy Bad Movies, in association with Craig's Fine Grocery Stores, presents A Normal Family. Billy, catch the ball. Billy, catch it. I'm going to throw it. Billy. A possessed knife. Hey, Billy, where'd you get that? Why? Well, because Mom wanted wanted to cut some ham that she just cooked, and she does not have a knife. She's looking for one. Bring that to Mom. This knife turns anyone that touches it into a cold-blooded killer. Mom? What's wrong? The ham's over there. Mom? Mom?
2: Mom? Mom?
1: Blood Blade 4. Bloodbath. You don't need to see the other three to enjoy the thrills. <coughs> and the kills. <coughs> Man, the chills. I wish mommy didn't kill Billy. He was cool. The knife, it has me. It has control of me. What are you talking about, Greg? Put that, what are you doing? Greg, put that thing down, man. That's a serious weapon.
0: Greg! Everyone killed everyone. Everyone did it, I don't get it. Wait. Maybe I do. Uh... Bloodblade 4 Bloodbath. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to real life sci fi. We're talking to our friend Ryan Ridley about the USS Nimitz, uh, the <laughs> Nimitz encounter, as it is known. Um, now, I, I so like it's out there. You can read about it. We've gone on at length about like the, the sort of People involved in stuff like that. I think, like the real conspiracy is, why did they just declassify the videos this year? It's been out there on the internet for a while. Like, what's the play?
1: Uh, let me. I'll, I'll I'll be quick and I'll be overarching about. Uh, here's my parallel, right? When you when you picture picture um, real estate in Los Angeles. It is a fucking corrupt-ass world where we have people from other countries that own giant buildings that they don't need to rent the apartments out because they're in it for the long game. I, I'm just saying that like there's, there's so much fucking corruption, and there's so many top-secret levels that if you try to get into the game, no one's going to walk up to you and be like, Okay, here's the deal. Roswell happened. This happened. You know, just, just so you know what happened. Nobody's out there telling new players the old stuff that was real, right? So I only bring that up because my take on all of this is that <clears throat> the reason why we have most UFO encounters is something that is that has been taken out of the UFO encounter, which is here we have... And, and this is me speculating and this is me fucking throwing all my shit in there. I think that we have peaceful entities that are going about their business. They're noticing our nukes. There are so many stories that, that stem from UFOs dealing with in, in nuclear situations where that's not even a part of the story. And I'm like, Hey, maybe I'm pushing this, but that's the only part of the story. Roswell that was the only bomber that was a bomber fleet at Roswell that had the nukes that had that had nukes um the nimitz this is this is a nuclear nuclear uh, uh carrier with nuclear submarines attached to it that are secretly following around with it that need to be within range to also launch nukes when you said George Knapp, I thought you were talking about Robert Salas he's an air Force guy who ran some nuclear facilities where UFO showed up and shut down the facilities. To me, all of the UFO encounters that we have deal with nuclear facilities. And, and it's almost, I'm not going to, I'm not going to speculate that they're like, cause a lot of people are like, well, you know, they're trying to show us that, that they can shut these things down. We can't, we just can't speculate what they're doing, but they're, but they're, they are around our nuclear facilities. And so all of the hot spots of the world are, are, there's nukes there. Well, so
2: yeah, I was thinking about this on a walk earlier today. You know, I think about this, I think about how the reason I would come at this from a critical point of view and why I bring up guys like Mick West is because, you know, the truth is, but most of what's driving UFOology or cryptozoology or anything like that isn't really scientific evidence. It's, it's belief because there isn't hardly any, if any, scientific evidence. I mean, you, you, I don't even know if you could technically call the three videos that the Pentagon released scientific evidence. It's just footage that the Pentagon says we don't know what these things are, it's not evidence of anything extraterrestrial. Um, and these meta materials or any, I don't, I haven't watched the Bob Lazar documentary, but you know, all this stuff, like there's not, there has not been, and
1: that's I'm wrong. There's not been like what? Uh, that, that Bob Lazar documentary is a ham. What does that mean? Eat it up, man. Cause there's, Oh, it's good. No, I'm saying like this. It's so, oh, it's, 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 it's made bad. by a film by, a, it's made by a filmmaker.
2: Well, he, he's the guy and that filmmaker jury, Jeremy Corbell, I believe. I think yeah, he's the guy yeah. who brought uh, 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 David Fravor on Joe Rogan. And, and I'm only saying that because what I said at the very beginning of this, all of these people are all connected. You start, it's a very small world and which means it's the definition of a conspiracy in the sense of like, it, it, to, to, to continue what I'm saying is if, if you're a part of a, of a group of people, however big or small, that wants to believe that, that this stuff is real um, you're going to, Put those beliefs before scientific evidence because they're ha- they're just they're, the belief is the only thing you have right now or it's the most powerful thing you have because it certainly is not outweighed by the evidence. There just isn't enough evidence, and so you know the, whatever these people's agendas are, whether they work for the military, so they're they're military disinformation people like Richard Doty, who I can get into in a minute, professional former you know yeah, yeah. military intelligence guys who literally spread misinformation about UFOs to protect government projects, or you're just someone who wants to make a buck, you know,
1: cause that's your niche, you know? Oh, wait, wait, it, hold on. Let me, let me throw the side, the side character in there too, please. Um, um, in, in this, let, let's let say you were an aircraft carrier, uh, pilot and, and you saw a UFO, right? Let's say mm-hmm. you're the David Fraber. Yeah. As, as soon as you, as soon as you reveal your secret, everybody, everybody in your life comes down to two t- classes of people. One is, hey, man, you shouldn't, have, uh, you shouldn't have spilled the beans because you took an oath. There's that set. And then there's the other set of like, hey, man, I saw some stuff too. Or I respect your right to, to say what you believe and I, I, I believe you. I mean, I know that there's more than two in there. I'm just saying that like all of a sudden you have enemies because you failed your oath and, and and that's a hard truth. And like, so in these, in these conspiracy realms, it's like, Hey man, if you're just some fucking pilot and you have a story, I'll tell you what, the the world doesn't give a shit and the world doesn't want to listen to you. And you go to this con, because they're going to pay you a little bit and some people will listen to you, but you actually have now fans talking to you and you're like, Hey man, I don't want fucking fans. And this is me speculating too much and whatnot, but like there aren't too many worlds that you can fall into where they'll even listen to you. So I'm just saying like, like I feel like most people in this world don't want to be in this world when I, cause I sit back and I listen to all these people. I hear fans talking to them and they're like, you know, fuck, man. Watch the documentary. You, you want me to tell you my whole story again because you came to get an autograph? You know, like yeah, like,
2: yeah, no. And and I don't. And David Fravor seems like one of those types. You can watch a little Vice documentary. Follows him going to like a, a a UFO con somewhere, and he does not seem like the kind of guy who's like lapping up the attention. And I don't think he's making money off this or trying to make money off this. I believe he saw something he fucking could not explain. And I and furthermore, there's apparently three other people who claim the same thing. Like I said, his wing woman who hasn't even come forward. So she's clearly not benefiting from this in any way. So I, I, that's what, that's, that's, that's where you and I would probably agree. Like I believe yeah, those yeah. pilots saw something and I believe that those pilots saw something that was not easily explainable or prosaic or any, anything like that. I mean, you know, the problem gets to be in sort of when it gets, when it widens out beyond the pilots and it's like, the instruments and the FLIR footage and, you know, kind of like, well, do all those things line up and do all those match, even the stories. And we get back to the Nimitz with this, even the stories within the pool of people who've come on the record from the Nimitz or the Princeton, they conflict each other. For instance, yeah, yeah. Uh, the guy, there's a guy on the Nimitz who claims that he had the data or the tapes, the footage, and, and, and suddenly the commander or the, the admiral or high level guy with two, mystery men in black slash air force guys show up and go give us the give yeah. us the footage and then david fravor says that's bullshit i was like yeah. one of the top 20 ranking guys in that ship i was a commander of these of this squadron of, of fighter jets no one came and took this up so then so then you it's like okay so then what the fuck can i believe with this with this one incident even let alone the entire scope of UFO-ology over the last seventy years.
1: Yeah, that's it. That, that, I, I'm glad you brought that up because yeah, there's stories out there that people showed up and wiped everything.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, David and that, River that, that, says
1: that's bullshit. You know, so so that so it's like even that even this one incident, the Nimitz, so,
2: is riddled with the same issues that that all of UFOlogy is.
1: Riddled. So here, here's my here's my here's my take slash spin on Tom DeLonge, right? He, yes, he, here's a guy Blink 182. He gets into the he he starts getting online saying like, "Hey, I believe in in aliens." And I'm in Blink 182. All of a sudden, he get he get he starts getting information and he's when the Podesta emails came out, he's on there. So he is getting legit top secret information. Um my 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 take on him is that he is being spoon fed the proper type of of ufo stories that work best for the military industrial complex which is which is just this one story of hey here's here's some ufos and we couldn't defend their technology is so far advanced that we can't defend against them and i'm like that last part we can't defend ourselves against them should not be a part of the equation i'm saying that like I feel like he's getting spoon fed information that he's trying to release and, and, and him force releasing this stuff made these entities release it to try to get ahead of them. Right. So there's like different camps out there.
2: Yeah. What, so, so what are you saying? So, so TTSA, Tom DeLong, I, I want to call him LeBonge, maybe that's someone else, but Tom DeLong, um, his organization, which is sort of the, the center of a lot of this stuff, What is, what is the point of that organization from your perspective?
1: So to me, he is a naive, um, useful idiots as they call them. Yeah. Yeah. He, he wants to do good. He's trying to, to prove to the world that aliens exist because, Hey, you know what? They do exist. And we have expert witnesses who have seen them. The problem is the only things that he'll ever release will only be things that they want to be released um because anything that falls outside of that th- listen the only reason why i like steven greer is because he's the only person pushing this conversation that it doesn't matter what you believe we should start talking about what we would do if they were if they were real not if they're here he believes that they're here but it's like we 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 need to we need to think beyond our solar system we need to think we need to act like we belong in a galactic community. If, if we don't think that way, we'll never be, we're never going to treat that properly. You know what I mean? All of a sudden Trump has to talk to the aliens.
2: Yeah. He, he seems to um, come at it from a very liberal sort of like, let's, let's, let's not let the military industrial complex either use UFOs to, to trick us into, you know,
1: now he might, war, he might or, be
2: too new agey. But. Yeah, but then, no, no. Look, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I, I wrote, I wrote this thought down today. I said, like, he's, he, you know, everybody has this idea, like, oh, UFOs will unite us one way or the other. If they're, if they're a threat, they'll unite us, and, and which we're quickly, quickly learning from coronavirus, no. Like no 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 alien <laughs> threat to the world is going to unite humanity. Obviously, no way. Uh, But then I was thinking, like, what if? So 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 going back to the to the nuke thing, um, you know, I, I was thinking about that. And I'm like, I from a belief standpoint, meaning you know, without actually knowing anything because it's pure speculation. I think I think I think it's nice to think. Well, what if these are peaceful aliens? who actually are coming down with their with their technology and assume also assuming that they're more enlightened than us that that that, that somehow coincides with, with advanced technology and being able to travel across you know the galaxies you're you're, you're a little more uh, you know you've got you're, you're a little more empathetic and kind and you've maybe gotten rid of war and all these other things that that, that we're in the middle of
0: dealing with i think yeah like you come from a society that's not arguing over abortion yeah. still
2: and and so 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 you you come and you like you are you do they do mean well and they're like yeah these nukes these these little monkeys they're gonna they're gonna blow each other up um let's and assuming one of the theories is like they're gonna like jump in at the last minute if we if we do world war three starts and fucking zap all the all the all the nukes out of the sky or something like that is that kind of Wait, Willie, is that one of the ideas they they they've shown my, us? They've shut off. They've been able to shut off our technology. That's what the Salus thing is about.
1: My, yeah, and what, I mean, my thing is, I I'm way below that. Where I'm like, they're not going to save us from shit because if we can't save ourselves, why why should they waste their time? So like, then why like, are
2: they bothering to mess around and, and, and turn off? You know, what they did
1: well, with the Salus. Well, I, I, I mean, my thing, my my take is that they're just here doing whatever they do despite us. They don't want to be seen, but it doesn't matter. Um, uh-huh. w- when you hear about all of the, the Foo fighter stories from world war II, um, um this is just basically, you know, they thought everybody thought it was the enemy. It was actually UFOs. Everybody tried to shoot down every Foo fighter. And, and, and these things didn't retaliate. I'm just saying that like, we have a history of military, attacking ufos that don't retaliate
2: yeah but also around that same time didn't they claim they saw gremlins on their planes
1: wait wait isn't, it,
2: isn't it, that, that's where the that's where the gremlin mythology comes from is uh world war ii pilots claimed that there was gremlins on their planes that it's in the it's in the movie gremlins there's a there's a scene where a guy is talking about the gremlins on his plane in world war ii and that's where the Twilight Zone stories wow. come from, and then that's what evolved into the movie Gremlins.
1: That's that's great. No, I think
2: I'm there's not. even a, there's even like a Looney Tunes uh, cartoon that shows like a Gremlin on a plane. Like uh, th- that 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 what you're describing right now falls into the category of you know what what some might criticize David Fravor and the other pause for which is like uh, you know pilot error. You know the heat of heat of the battle and or just the stress of flying. You you might make mistakes. You might misread things. Because you're you've got a human brain in your head. At the end of the day, you're yeah, not a yeah, machine, yeah. you know. Yeah, I'm definitely. not. Sa- I'm not saying that's what explains what David Frayer saw. By the way,
1: well, I mean, I mean, from 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 the only listen, um, and and this is me pulling stuff out of my ass that might not be right. Right, in the history of all the UFOs that I've seen, there have only been a couple cases where. Um, um, the uFO fought back and and destroyed the plane right and it was uh, uh f- france had some they declassified their a lot of these countries declassified their uFO encounters and for the most part, all their encounters were were hey there's a ufo let let 's scramble some jets and check it out because to them uFO only means probably u s secret technology um or 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 Russian. I'm just saying, like clearly an enemy, not a UFO, not an alien. And so, when they when a lot of these countries declassified their UFO stories, there was nothing crazy about them, except that uh, there were a couple stories of, of UFOs fighting back. And but but it, it was so rare that like it's it just doesn't seem to be the story. And wait a minute,
2: if if, if you're saying a, a UFO shot at a a French. Plane or something?
1: Um, my my bad memory says, yeah, that there was a French plane that was scrambled to a UFO and and it shot missiles at it and it was trying to pursue it. And then it like basically. I don't know what kind of I don't know what kind of weaponry was used against it, but it, it, I, from my memory, it was kind of like an EMP happened where it just like lost all capabilities and crashed. Oh, the jet did. Yeah, the,
2: yeah. The fren- oh, okay. So I was going to say that whatever happened, I would. I would wonder if the, there might be some forensics evidence of like, oh,
1: hey, look at this, yeah. this laser hole. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely not. And then and then so here's the thing: is that like from
0: from from everybody's from. from oh, weird! The- <laughs> this one wing is totally disintegrated.
1: <laughs> the
2: fuselage is covered in slime.
1: Yeah. So, so I mean, I mean, my take is that 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 these that these things are here, despite us. It doesn't it doesn't matter that we see them, and 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 half the times we can't see them. I I feel like they're techno. Me speculating as usual, but like, I feel like their technology. Um, um, they can. They basically. Vibrate into our. Planes of existence, and so like whatever they're doing, they can do stuff and be not on our radar. I know that the, I know that these little pills were off the coast of, you know, uh, uh, you know, off San Diego near Catalina and they noticed them for days before they went to investigate them. when they investigate them, they were UFOs and they took off. So, so immediately to me, it says, Hey, if these were secret military, the way that they reacted to them wouldn't have been that way. Meaning I listen, I know that they only have these three videos, but they were like chasing them. There's accounts of them like turns basically stopping and turning as they were like trying to circle around them. Um,
2: Yeah. So, so, so to that point, yeah. I mean, that's what people say. They go "Well, wait, you know, because one of the theories, so the, the, if, if the spectrum is the, the, the pure debunking, Wade. Well, not even Wade, because Wade doesn't even give a shit. He's not even going to bother to debunk it. He's just sitting there fucking doodling. What the fuck
0: are you doing, Wade? Get it's, in the game. It's not my job. I'm trying to track... I'm trying, I know, I'm trying to track the conversation. Like, Here's here's the problem. It's a lot of I'm, stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to two guys who know a lot more about it than me. And basically, what I've gleamed is that I can't tell what either of you think, because... It doesn't seem like you believe Tom DeLong because you think he's a puppet. He's been giving, he's been given misinformation so that he'll put it out to propagate somebody's agenda. Um, and so I'm just curious what you guys actually think. And I don't know if that's more or less fun for you to talk about than. Like analyzing all of this stuff well, yeah, that's out I, there. I,
2: I know. I, I get it. I get it. So, so let's let's draw you back in. So, so I'll just I'll just finish what I was saying, and then I'll I'll I'll, I'll get to a more Wade friendly discussion. So I get what you're saying. I mean, I'm I'm listening to myself regurgitate all this stuff, going like, "What the fuck am I talking about?" Um, But I, I've been so I've been so <laughs> I've been digging so deep into it because I'm like, I wanted to understand. I didn't just want to babble about a bunch of stuff. I wanted to kind of wrap my head around it fully. But, but yeah, so, so, so if there's one of the spectrum, which is the hardcore debunker, like the Mick Wests who just are like, look, man, I want, he, this guy says he wants to believe they're aliens. He would love to believe they're aliens. He just hasn't seen evidence of it. And if you want to present the three videos, he can show you how they can be explained in easily, you know, prosaic ways. Like, oh, this could easily just be this, this could be this, and this could be this. And, and, and he's not, I can't argue with that. There, there's no one can really argue with it. I mean once again, even the Navy is saying, we just haven't identified these. We just, we haven't said anything. We haven't said they're planes. We haven't said they're yeah. aliens. We're just, they're unidentified. Okay. So then, but then once again, I've already said this earlier, you get into the, okay, fine. But then how do you explain the four pilots who, who are, have no reason to lie or, or who aren't crazy. Then you have the guys with the incredibly sophisticated radar systems and, and all of that stuff together on one incident, not, 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 to mention the other two on the Roosevelt that were 10 years later, not to mention the other events from all around the world over the last X amount of years that continue all the time. Okay. So, so, so do I believe they're aliens? I don't know. Then you get to the middle of the spectrum, which is like, what if they are simply just top? What if this is everything Stephen Greer is saying and unacknowledged is true that there's black budget, high tech shit being developed. That's like, 100 years beyond what we have. And for whatever reason, I can't really understand it. Like for whatever reason, the military is not just releasing it. I don't know why I don't they can't make money off of this technology. They can't use it to just exert complete fucking dominance over the globe. If, if we have the technology that David Faber saw that could fly like it flew, like just show it to the world and no one's going to fuck. Fuck with us again. I'm sure those Tic Tacs could fucking take out a nuke if they needed to. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I don't understand why. But let's be honest. It's technically a more reasonable explanation than aliens because, yes, we human beings are pretty fucking advanced ourselves and we can create shit. I don't know what we have been able to create. I know there are secret government programs that probably create shit that we don't understand. And the stealth bomber was apparently top secret for years before it was released to the public. So – there you go. Maybe it is just top secret air force shit that was being tested against the Navy that day. I mean, that's what people say. They're like, look, you have a Naval fleet out doing an exercise, perfect conditions. What better time for another branch of the military to test their top secret shit out against our own military to go, how
1: would our military react? Let alone another military. Well, that, and and, uh, on, on top of that, like these secret entities, that like, everybody thinks that they're communicating, but, like, when you have a secret, you don't go tell everybody. And so you can still be communicating and not t- be talking about what you think is a bigger secret. Just, I mean, just saying, like, there's no way these entities are talking to each other. The the the, the Air Force space program is not even talking to the new space program that, like, has the same. The Space Force? Jurisdiction. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean,
2: I think I think I think somebody, one of the talking heads in, in the Stephen in the unacknowledged mentioned this. But, the, you know, before 9-11, one of the issues we had was that the, the FBI and the CIA weren't coordinated. I mean, the, the, the pandemic response team was eliminated, which was supposed to be the entity that kind of tied together all of these other entities in the government to coordinate in case there was a pandemic. So yeah. that, that is absolutely a completely reasonable explanation to me. Like I, I don't, some people said that there's no way the air force, would ever. Te- they would have let the Navy know they they would have let the highest levels of command know. Well, maybe they did. Maybe they fucking gave the admirable admiral or whoever's the highest level up a heads up. Like, dude, we're going to be flying some crazy shit. Just don't act weird. Just act normal. Like pretend it. Oh, wow. Okay. Maybe we should send Fraber over there yeah. to check it out.
1: Yeah. And you know what happened? Nothing happened for a decade, you know, like, they acted accordingly. It didn't get spilled out. It was just routine stuff that got brushed under.
2: I mean, it really, it's so hard to know. And, and, and I mentioned Richard Doherty earlier, but this guy, if you want to watch a great documentary, this documentary called Mirage Man, which is basically focused specifically on this guy. And he shows up in that unacknowledged. And this is another reason why this is unacknowledged. Documentaries is, is, is suspect because is that, wait, this guy's job is that, is that the yeah. guy
1: that that was uh somebody was like receiving signals from a secret base and they and they it turns out that he was intercepting military code yes
2: yeah 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 i saw and that. so yeah, so yeah. So, the, so so it was somewhere in albuquerque yeah. near an air force base and oh this it's, guy, so paul benowitz. Right? it's so disheartening so yeah yeah wait you got to hear this this guy this guy i think his name is paul benowitz he lived near an air force base and I, I think he had a scientific background, and he started picking up, like intercepting, you know, I don't know, shit from the military base that was just plain old whatever secret military shit that he shouldn't have been been able to pick up. I don't, I don't know over what instrumentation he had, but so basically, I think he might have called it in a report. Somehow, the Air Force found out about it, so they sent this guy to talk to him named Richard Doty, who was worked for the Office of. And tell so I can't oh whatever that stands for, and in the Navy or the Air Force, and basically he was like, yeah man, that shit's alien shit, dude. You're totally picking up alien shit because they were trying to throw him off the trail that he was actually picking up top secret airport shit. So we know the military puts out misinformation to throw, you know, people off top secret military shit via via the cover up ufos because and that guy basically know, ridiculous
1: died, like ostracized himself and died alone yeah his his new friend that was telling him that aliens were talking to him so that guy says in the documentary
2: mirage man he's like i at some point and he was the one feeding him all this stuff for years and winding him up and it sounds like and i don't know i'd have to vet this guy's claims because this guy's remember this guy's whole job was to misinform the public about yeah. aliens. So I don't even know what he's saying in his documentary, what's real or what's not. Because at the end of the documentary, he says, I was brought into a secret part of the wherever one day and I saw, you know, that all the infor- misinformation oh. stuff. But then I also saw real alien shit. So are like, well, how do I know that's not you bullshitting me? The way you bullshitted that guy Paul Benowitz. Yeah. So anyway, wow. yeah. So so that's why it all it muddies the water so much where you're like, supposedly a lot of the shit that guy came up with or that guy distributed um, or disseminated was is what contributes to a lot of the modern UFO mythology. So it some of the shit that people just take for granted is like this is a secret government project that sneaked out. It's like no no, no the military wanted you to know wanted you to think that was that was snuck out that was yeah. misinformation they were seeding. So it gets so then that muddies it up with like okay so then what the fuck's what the fuck is military equipment what is bullshit to distract from military equipment what is Possibly real alien shit. It's like it all gets so murky. So to answer your question, Wade, how the fuck can anyone know what to believe? I mean, once again, I'll keep on saying it: human belief is more powerful than in in the field of aliens than than the evidence is. There's just not enough evidence to support the existence of aliens. Like if you just want to go purely scientifically here, there's not. But there's a whole lot of human belief. We all want to believe. These top secret people want to believe. These presidents want to believe. But we don't have the, enough evidence yet.
1: I, to me, I think that the that the evidence that anybody needs, uh, uh, like my take is, the technology that any race has that's not us is probably so far advanced that it's going to look like magic. Uh, you know, we've heard that before, whatever. But I'm like, I I agree with that, and I say that we're never going to have scientific evidence of a more technologically advanced race because if we even if we can see it we have too many people telling us it's not real and and we're, we're, we're kind of fucked and so it's weird to look at steven greer where he's just like hey you can just talk to him you can meditate and talk to him um
2: yeah but that's i mean what the fuck does that mean I mean, that, I, that's, that's where I'm like, I get it. That's a beautiful idea, but what? I mean, but, but then, then there's no way to, 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 examine the scientific. It's like, so I, I'm, cause now you're yeah, talking about yeah. combining aliens with fucking psychic powers. And it's like, well, now it's, now it gets even more complicated. And,
1: yeah. And, and, and so now, it, it, yeah, yeah. And it takes it even to a smaller experience where it's like, yes, I, I, I meditated, I, I boarded their ship. I could tell how many people they were. Cause when they have the contact in the desert stuff, like that's what they do. They all meditate together and it's like, okay, how many entities do you see? And you know, they try to pinpoint this esoteric, this, 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 th- they try to quantify the unquantifiable, you know? Yeah.
2: And, and that's, that's great. But you know, there's a, there's a guy i, I i'm not I'll, I'll try to find his name in a second but my brother sent me a text the other day and he goes what do you think of this and because i've been going on and on about this stuff with him and uh it was a guy who's a pretty legit guy i'll i'll, I'll, I'll figure his name out in a second but he's like he did a he did it he's interviewed in and in i think like uh com and he, he does it like a tedx talk and um he basically is like, look, uh, you know, this is my background. I think his, his background is like inter, international relations and stuff like that. Here's the article. It's, kind of t- it's time to take UFOs seriously. And his argument is, you know, the, the, the problem is, is the scientific community, for good reasons that I've just named, aren't taking this seriously. And, and furthermore, there's no money to be, there's no grants being given to take yeah. it seriously by the scientists. So he's just, his, 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 his name is Alexander Went. His proposal is just like, let's just like, let's just take this seriously and study it one way or the other. Forget all this meditating in the desert shit. Let's just like fucking get scientists in a lab to actually study it. Let's fund it. I, I, you know, that starts with taking away the stigma. That starts with, you know, if there's fucking evidence, if there's, Meta materials that there's space rocks if there's fucking spaceship uh, isotopes that are part of crash material. Fucking give them to the scientists like in a legit way and let's just study this shit, you know, in, in an, in an above the board way and get evidence and
0: data. But how do you, how do you okay, okay. So, so,
1: wait? Wait, wait, so, wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, you're wait, uh, you're
0: possessed. Yeah. Okay, go on. How do you study something that you don't how do you study something that you don't, don't have direct access to that you're, you're because every every video that we have comes from the military right and we only get those because they're the ones that either get leaked or they feel okay with releasing so how would you study like do you think that you can just go out into the desert and point a telescope into the sky and start studying a UFO that may or may not show up. Well,
2: no, but that, that's my, that's why I just went off on that rant. I said, if there are so-called metamaterials or whatever, this pieces of crashed spaceship that contain uh, elements that could not possibly be from earth and all this shit, if there's longer video footage from the, from the Nimitz encounter, like some people say, not just that one minute clip, if there's, you know, alien skeletons, some just that's, to have scientists study them in an official way and make, you know, <laughs>
0: if
2: there's this, if there is this evidence, but I'm I'm not saying I think there is, or isn't this evidence. Like I, once again, I don't, there, there, this might not be happening because there is none of that
0: evidence, but that's, but that's exactly why let's, let's say, let's say Tom DeLong became a billionaire. Right. And mm-hmm. he had enough money to throw. Let's say he became like an Elon Musk who, instead of electric batteries, he was into, ufology he's got so much money he can throw on he can throw at this study like where do you begin like how well, do you wait wait there's no alien bodies and like you can't just retrieve metals
2: well, wait that is robert bigelow that he is a bit literally a billionaire like elon musk he even started his own aerospace company called bigelow aerospace he's literally who you're describing. And he had political connections with his friend, Harry Reid. He is the one whose company was contracted by the government to study this shit. Yeah,
0: Yeah. because that was i I'll scratch your back, you scratch mine situation where he left. This is a Project Blue Book guy, right? Like he left Project Blue Book. No, No, nothing to do with Project Blue Book. Well, regardless, regardless, if you're giving if you're getting government contracts, then you can't be trusted.
2: Well, and and that's why I kind of said like all that aside about how he got the contract and all that. Yeah. I mean, but at the end of the day, if you're just a billionaire and you're not connected to the government, then how, how do you study anything? Because presumably, I don't know where they got the shit that they were studying. I don't know if they actually had anything. Supposedly here, Harry Reid tweeted, by the way, after those videos came out in April, this is great, but it's just the tip of the iceberg. Okay. So what, what are you talking about? What else is there and where is it? Is it in Robert Bigelow's fucking, you know, airplane hangar that they. Well, and also whose
0: interests? whose interests is he speaking on behalf of, you know, yeah. like I, you can't trust any of these guys because it can all just come down to like, so I've been listening to you guys for a while and it, it really to me seems like as, as a skeptic and I'm open-minded, but as a skeptic, all of this information that's been, thrust upon me in the last two hours has led me to believe that this is like like any competitive industry, it's people playing chess and going like, oh, they can't know about this, so let's give them this. Oh, they're they're too hot on this, so let's throw them this other thing over here. Like, I don't believe that there's aliens. I believe that it's all a bunch of misinformation and like ways to funnel a bunch of taxpayer money into probably more nefarious things than ufology.
2: Well, that's, I mean, once again, that goes back to the idea that maybe whatever the Nimitz, so then do you believe that whatever the Nimitz people saw was secret military technology?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think so. That's like the only conclusion I can sort of draw. Like when you have this pilot who saw it and he's coming out and he's saying like, Oh, I saw this stuff. And then it takes them 15 years to, or however many years to declassify it. It just seems like uh, that's what, that's what I keep getting hung up on is why in 2020 do they decide that this video that's been out there for years that they're suddenly going to declassify it. And I think it's a chess move in some way. Like there's no reason for them to do it because nobody's talking about it. They're not not getting any heat in any way.
2: Well, that's why. Yeah. Sorry. I don't want to interrupt, but I can, I can, I can address that if you want.
0: No, please do.
2: So, so Mick West, who, like I said, he's the, you know, he's the skeptic guy, uh, he's he, cause I, I just listened to a podcast with him and, and a guy named Dan McMillan, who actually is a great investigative journalist to follow. Who just writes stuff where he interviews the crew of the Nimitz and he's, he's just, he's like a, he's like a solid, used to be a cop, solid guy. And he, his writings are in popular mechanics and,
0: you know, those uh, kind of you publications. You lost me a cop.
2: <laughs> a what? A cop? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, he wants to arrest these aliens. That's his thing. But he, um, he, uh, he was on and basically they're in their conversation. Like you could tell this guy is like, he's talked to enough people where he's like, I, I don't know. These people seem like they, they, they're legit. You know, like they saw something. He's, he's pretty convinced that that there's, they definitely saw something that that they can't explain. And it wasn't an illusion. Mcwest still thinks that maybe there's a chance that they're misremembering it or that they saw something they didn't actually see. So he would say to your point, Wade, um, what was your point, Wade? <laughs> you you My were saying point specifically.
0: Look this way. We're going this way. It's the slide of. hand. oh, oh, oh yes. Like, so
2: yeah. So 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 you can just edit this cleanly, so don't it, it doesn't look like a lost. Like we that.
0: won't do that. He,
2: he he would say to your question of why <laughs> are they releasing this now? He would say, well, it's because they're getting so many freedom of information requests. That they're just like fucking hell because these videos already were released to the public through the New York Times. The world fucking has seen them and know about it. They're not secret anymore. Anyone can People are going to glean with the off them what they're going to glean off them or enemies or whoever. So they're just like we're sick of fucking getting freedom of information requests. We're just going to go here. They are. They're real. Yes. This is this is our military that took this footage. We don't know what the fuck they are, but Jesus Christ, they're probably planes. They're probably air balloons, weather balloons. So they're
0: so they're sympathetic to some desk clerk who has to shuffle through a bunch of uh, freedom of information. (laughs) They they feel really bad for that guy. Yeah,
2: basically, that's that's not what I'm saying. That's what Mick West is saying. In response to Tim McMillan, he was basically saying you know, I don't understand why they released these things and saying they're unidentified. Is it, is it because they're idiots? Like they don't, they don't know how to fucking identify something as simple as a plane, like you claim it is. And he's like, no, I just think that they don't have enough information one way or another to a hundred percent. They probably think it's likely a plane, but they, they can't say it with a hundred percent certainty for whatever reason. It's almost like in a court of law, like Without beyond a reasonable doubt, they can't take the plane. So they're like, fuck it. It's just, it's unidentified, technically speaking. I mean, even to go back to Project Blue Book, apparently, those the what Project Blue Book did result in. Correct me if I'm wrong because I have not studied Project Blue Book other than Wikipedia. They apparently said 90% of all this shit from the 40s to the 50s to the 60s. It can be explained by weather balloons or what uh, any well, number of mosaic I, I, explanations. There's ten percent that can't be explained, but we uh, we do believe with further study it could be explained.
1: But but uh, uh, okay, so Jay Allen Heinick headed that. He's the yeah. one who went, went off and did his own. As soon as as soon as he concluded that there was nothing to this UFO stuff, he then started his own UFO research uh, center thing. And 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 the idea is is that he was a figurehead and he needed to say that there was nothing to any of that stuff and 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 so 90% uh of the cases that were presented to him were 100% not real just to make the air force you know you know like the real ufo anything that they had back at that time didn't go through project blue book that was the air force uh be nice to the you know, America's great and this isn't
0: real. And but can so- I just go back to my Tom DeLong billionaire thing and 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 then you threw that other guy in my face?
2: Robert Bigelow, Dece Bigelow's
0: uncle. Okay, so he already he already had established his career in this industry, right? So like he's already like biased. I'm saying
2: Yes, true. He was a fan of the supernatural paranormal, absolutely.
0: And I'm saying Tom DeLong well, but even beyond being a fan, wasn't he already, he was already in this world. Yeah, in, in yeah, yeah, capacity. yeah. He,
2: I think he started some, I could, I've got it on my notes, but I think he started some paranormal investigation group before he was involved in ATIP, yeah.
0: Well, but wait, was he not, was he not like getting, was he totally separate from the government, this guy, this Bigelow guy?
2: Well, no, no, that's so what I'm saying. He was a contractor.
0: So when okay. the
2: government put out a contract to study this shit, $22 million, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. he so was like, I bid
0: on this. Yeah. I just think like, if we were to figure this out, it would, it would not be a guy like that who was already entangled into the government. Who knows, who knows him right? and what connections he has, what bias he has. Like Tom DeLong, back to your point of the, He's just a straight up believer, right? Like he's like a Willie. He just wants to he just yeah. wants to know if any of this stuff is actually happening. Absolutely. And so it would take someone like him, like this sort of naive like um like pure guy Aww. to
2: <laughs> the lead singer Blink-182 <laughs> is like in your mind like, you know, Peter Sellers and being there, just this pure innocent <laughs> simpleton who You know, wanders through the world. And
0: I mean, the guy definitely slays puss, but (laughs) when it comes to UFOs, he's like, I don't know. Fuck. I think there's probably UFOs. I want to, I think there's aliens and stuff, and I want to uncover it. Like, I think, like, if he launched some kind of thing where he could, like, not be compromised by any sort of, like, overseeing, but he's already compromised because, like, as Willie said, he's getting fucking top secret documents. They're feeding him stuff. And, and, And so, like this, every everything that we're talking about, it's all misinformation and disinformation and fucking like, yeah, I believe that the pilot saw something. I have no idea what it is. I think, like, to your point about them declassifying it just because they are tired of paperwork, (laughs) maybe, but it's it's probably I don't know. I don't know because well, look,
2: I'll I'll go you one further with the Tom DeLonge thing. I mean his his organization is it's all former military or government people it's you know former CIA
0: people it's former so, it could, so it could totally be it could totally be infiltrated but that
2: not infiltrated I mean it could be designed to be it, it, look yeah. here, here here's the two theories with that with that organization yeah. TTSA. Either, you know, because I, 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 I had planned on actually listening to a longer interview with Tom DeLong and George Knapp, the first guy I mentioned, who, I, like I said, these people's names all show up repeatedly in the stories. That he interviewed Tom DeLong for a long time, and Tom DeLong apparently told sort of the raw, unfiltered version of the story, which started out with him going to what's called Skunk Works, which is um, Lockheed Martin's kind of crazy research. Uh, place in in the de- in here in, in California, yeah. in the desert, uh-huh. right? Where they come up with the top secret shit. And I think they developed the stealth fighter and stealth bomber and stealth technology So they're the ones who are going to be making the top secret crazy shit that may or may not be what the Nimitz encounter saw. Okay. So he went there, he talked to them, you know, that's where the ball started rolling. He got in, oh, somebody introduced him to somebody, to, introduced him to somebody. Then eventually he met a guy named General McCasland McC- or something like that. This guy supposedly was in charge of Wright Patterson Air Force Base in Ohio, which is the base that supposedly the Roswell crash material was brought to. Uh-huh. And that guy, that general, hooked him up with all these other people, the CIA people, and, 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 and that's who formed his core group, okay, at the TTSA. So, yes, yeah, so some people think is this the government using Tom DeLong and his company, his organization? To misinform the public As an extension of everything I was saying earlier With Richard Doty who made the guy go crazy uh, In the 80s or 70s Or is this some sort of Way to slowly Disclose the information to the public in a, in, a, in a nuanced way over I mean time. just
0: like just like alarm bells the theme from secession is running through my head constantly and I'm just trying to see like who's fucking over who in yeah all of these scenarios and I feel like Tom DeLong is getting played hard
1: yeah, and, and, he's, he's
2: and, like, and he's like, he's like, cousin, what's his name? The cousin?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's the innocent cousin who thinks he's like shredded the important papers. Yeah, exactly. But, like, but then, yeah. then
2: everybody also thinks that, the, what's that character's name? He's, he's fucking so great. cousin. I don't
0: remember. That guy is great.
2: Yeah, but uh, but he, he, uh, he uh, a lot of people suspect he's the one who at the end of the series is going to be like sitting on the game of the Iron Throne or something. like I can in Brian, see it. Brian I can Cox's see it. chair. Yeah, so maybe yeah. that's timed along.
0: but then he'll just be the new Brian Cox and it will still be a a series of like playing people against each other and never getting the real truth, you know? Yeah. Maybe there's
2: no real truth. Maybe the whole thing is just one big fucking shell game. And that's the whole point of it.
0: I kind of think it is. I mean, that's where, that's where I'm. Cousin Greg, cousin
2: Greg, Tom DeLong is cousin Greg. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, look that, like I said, if, if we were to be complete agnostics about this, okay, we're not, I, I'm going to be an agnostic way. Maybe you're an atheist slash agnostic. Willie Will is, yeah. Willie is an evangelical Christian. <laughs> um, I, I'm like, I, I, I really, you know, I, I said at the beginning, I'm not a natural born skeptic and I fucking love science fiction. And I also want to believe that the aliens would come and stop the nukes. If they all started launching it, like I, I am predisposed to believe all this shit. I want to believe there's going to be a Star Trek one day because aliens are going to come and say, Hey guys, join the Federation. Like I totally want to believe all of that stuff. But I also have to understand that like, I I have to look at this thing like a you know, as best as I can, like a judge and say like, yeah, "Yeah, it seems like OJ did it.
0: (laughs) I mean, you're coming from a self-described gullible point of view where you just want to believe everything. And it's hard to decipher what's real when you have that predisposition to be like everyone is telling me the truth.
2: Um, well, I I mean, I I have a predisposition to to not only to not only believe that that of course there's aliens and want to believe there's aliens because I'm a fan of Star Wars and Star Trek and all that other shit, but also I am naive enough to I guess and maybe this isn't what you're saying maybe it is like go like well why would these people lie. Why would they lie? You know, why yeah, would all these lie? That's exactly what I'm lie? saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the truth is, like this guy Richard Doty, he was fucking trained by the government to lie about UFO shit.
1: Yeah. So, 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 from from that, I just want to come from that standpoint, which was the old regime, which p- picture let's just say picture the first government, whichever version you think it is that learned that, that aliens were real. Right.
0: George Washington, John Adams, like, like
2: my, my UFO landed over independence hall in 1787 when they were making the constitution.
1: Like my, my belief is that, um, um, Oh, I can't think of his name. Who was the guy that was a general that ended up being president? Uh, Eisenhower Eisenhower. I like, like there's so many stories attached to Eisenhower in the alien realm. And I'm like, I can't believe, I can't believe any of them because there's too many. But when, when he, when he was leaving the office, he, he had this whole spiel that was like a warning against the military industrial complex. Yeah. And a famous uh, speech. Yeah. And when I when I watch that, I'm just like, "Wow, dude, this is him trying to say." Now, 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 listen. I'm not trying to say that he's that he's that he's saying that there were aliens and and then shit get crazy. But I'm like, picture the world where, you know, because he's attached to the um, the alien exchange program, which was he met with aliens and and they they. In the in the in the alien conspiracy realm, people think that he met with aliens and they signed a they signed a deal that said, yeah. "Hey, take some of ours. You take some of our. You take some of ours." And women is that
2: what they're exchanging? Gross. I mean, it was the fifties, but <laughs> no. What were they exchanging?
1: Well, they they exchanged people for an information exchange program, but. Um,
0: I think this is the basis of the alien abduction, like people getting sucked up and butt probes and stuff like that.
1: This is, uh, I I know. And it's weird because I'm like, dude, this is all misinformation. None of of it's right. But, but he's attached to that story, whatever, whatever. All I'm saying is on his way out, he fucking gives us this big warning of the military industrial complex. And to me, it sets the stage for, um, fuck man. what if, if roswell really did happen and there there was alien technology i could see how a secret military industrial complex could like get too much power in in the way that i think exists where hey you're the president we don't need to fucking tell you shit you know we we're way above you and so like when i when i watch his speech on his way out i'm like fuck dude did this happen is this well, the,
2: yeah. I mean, the, the, and, and, and this is this is addressed in the in the uh, unacknowledged documentary. But here's the thing: this comes back to the Dick Cheney boogeyman of it all, like the military-industrial complex, the Halliburton Pentagon, you know, Exxon Triumvirate, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, guess what? They pretty nakedly used the government and the media and the intelligence agencies to conspire to invade Iraq based on flimsy evidence and the world knew it was happening and certainly knew it it definitely knows it all happened now. And it's pretty fucking publicly acknowledged that like, Oh yeah, they just made up that whole Saddam Hussein has WMD shit to justify invading Iraq. Like if there is a secret shadowy cabal, that Dick Cheney or anyone like Dick Cheney is anywhere a part of, like what game are they playing and how come, how come that was so easily exposed and, or that was just so nakedly and brashly done. How are they keeping anything else secret a, and how are they not just doing this shit right now in, in the open B? Well, wait, 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 to, to, just to answer you though, m- most people don't believe that narrative. That the, that the WMDs were, were there was no evidence of that. No, no, no matter how who who I mean who doesn't I mean you you got Trump talking about it you got Hillary Clinton saying she made a mistake like who's denying it still?
1: I would say most people. But I mean, who like the Bush administration people who can't? No, no, no. Forget about administrations, people, whatever. I'm I'm saying from from a pure standpoint of most people don't believe that
0: stuff. But Willie, that's but that's you projecting your skepticism of like you don't give people the benefit of the doubt i think i think it's pretty widely regarded Dude, as a huge share.
1: but we're in we're in 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 the most liberal of liberals like i i tell you i tell you uh i don't think i don't think i don't think blue thinks that uh that that was bullshit who our, well, yeah. our, our, old, our buddy from colorado I, I don't think he thinks that Well what is he he
2: thinks that that it was like Legitimate, like they really did. There really was WMDs. Uh, but W&Bs.
0: you guys are getting up. Uh, like, can we not? Because well, this is- I, I, well, sorry, I'm
2: just I'm just trying to figure out if it's because I understand if Willie's point is most people don't kn- even know about that shit. Like it's ignorance. But I don't think who 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 still believes who's still sticking by the 2002. George it doesn't w. matter. Bush it doesn't line. matter
0: because it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't matter because the whole point is that. Exactly what you're saying, which is this, the military industrial complex is totally out in the open. There's nothing we can do about it. The government has used their military contractors in abusive ways. There's no vote that we can say like, hey, stop doing that. And so there's no end to it. Like there's no way to stop it. I don't really know how, how this applies to like ufology. I think like it's more about sort of like crony capitalism and, and yeah. like kickbacks and stuff like that. But yeah. like, so, I so I mean, I think, I think, I think we can all agree that like it exists regardless of if people believe that it exists, there's nothing we can do to stop it. Like what, what could we possibly do? That's why, and I'm spinning off, but like, that's why we don't live in a democracy anymore. We live in an oligarchy and yeah. we're all fucked. Yeah. And if you want to, if you want to say, if you want to concentrate that sort of like abuse of power onto ufology, that's fine. As long as we're all on the same page about like, oh, this is definitely like an abuse of power.
2: Well, I, I'm t- the way I'm tying it to... Regardless of what
0: they're actually doing with it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the thing. is, It's all clearly... Does
0: that make sense? I mean, I... Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, well, well, well to, to be clear, the way I'm tying it to UFO stuff, how do you go from, yeah, Iraq war to UFO? I'm saying that, like, if there is a conspiracy by this so-called, you know, by by Stephen Greer's own imagery, typified by Dick Cheney, this so-called kind of, you know, try and write of the military industrial complex, the, the deep national security state and the oil fossil fuel industry. These are what, this is all he was saying, what he was saying. And I acknowledge if this is truly a secret deep fucking cabal, that's, that's, that's higher and deeper than, than any other level of government. And that's really the, They're really the puppet masters. How has this not been exposed when, like I said, the Iraq war exposed their methods pretty clearly and pretty clumsily and so then you have, on top of the, everything else, you have, you know, uh, 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 fucking our boy. What's his name? The WikiLeaks motherfucker. The guy who... Uh, who Julian Assange, uh, Snow- Snow- no, 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 no. Sorry. Snowden- Snowden. Snow- Edward Snowden. Digging around, finding shit that they certainly did not want the world to know. These, this, this cabal that we're speaking of. And he didn't also find alien shit and top secret, you know, skunk works, tic-tac-shaped alien data. And, and no one else like him has either, even though there's been plenty of other whistleblowers, I'm sure, digging around. and, and I mean, there have been. They've been coming out. So I just don't understand how this, this secret cabal that Stephen Greer speculates, that's, that's either secretly hiding top secret technology or is hiding evidence of aliens or some combination of everything. How come they haven't been exposed yet in any way that's as obvious as the Iraq war exposed this, this deep state cabal or, or this or Edward Snowden with the NSA? I I just, how has it been this, how is Is it so, so, is it even deeper than fucking, than guys like Snowden can dig and guys like Cheney have access to? Then at what point, then we might as well be talking about lizard people.
1: My, my, my sad answer is I, I tell you most people have no, idea. you might listen, you can tell me all day that I'm projecting, but when I try to talk to people about Snowden, It's, 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 nobody fucking knows anything about him.
0: Well, sure. What does that mean though?
1: It means that, that he, he is still just an enemy that like revealed top secret secrets that he didn't, that he was not a whistleblower. And. well,
0: But, uh, but yeah, but, but, but that's too, but that's to this entire show's point. Right. That like misinformation is running rampant. Like I, yeah, I mean, I guess we can, we can talk about how people have been fooled, but I don't know what that does for our, for our subject really. Like, I mean, I would agree with you. People are stupid. Like people, and eh, not stupid. They just, it's, they're like me when it comes to this stuff. Like I don't care. It has zero effect on my life. So why should I care? Um, but the only reason I'm like that with these is because there, as far as I can see, not injustices um, like raging against me in the way that yeah. like the Snowden thing did, you know.
1: Yeah, um, you know. Yeah. Sorry, Willie. No, 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 no. Uh, um, well, let me ask you guys this because my my take is sure there's 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 all this secret stuff you know and and it, and it can't get out because but ultimately the reason why most of it can't get out is because um if they have technologies that are not like like let's say um um creating your own uh gravitational field if that technology exists, which I think uh, comes from reverse engineering UFOs, and I think that that is, that, that is real and that our military has – secret military has um, crafts that generate their own gravitational field. Um, well, that would
2: be what the Tic Tac is, right? That, that Yeah, yeah. On the
1: Nimitz, yeah. Like I believe that that was a UFO – an alien probe, but also that uh, we have reverse engineered alien crafts. So I think both. And and I think that if that technology came out, why why are we running electrical generators? I, I'm just saying, like, turn it, ter- it turns our world upside down because this technology. Well, because of money. Yeah, yeah, that's is that like.
0: But th- that's,
2: and that that's another thing I don't understand. Is that that was another point of Greer's documentary and acknowledges that. The the same cabal once again of deep state, national security, infrastructure, military contractors, oil companies. They're suppressing this technology because they're greedy and they don't want to. Uh, they don't want the world to have this technology. I don't. I don't understand because I'm thinking if they have access to you know technology that could supplant the fossil fuel system, which is already going away anyway. What better time to go booyah? Here well, Oh, sh- really?
0: Hang on. Let me what? let me speak for Willie here. Sure. Uh, the fossil fuel system is going away, but it's kicking and screaming, and mm-hmm. a lot of people are going to lose money when it's dead, right? Mm-hmm. And so, why expedite that? Like, why wouldn't you want to prolong it as long as your your investors? Well, be- because, like turn I said,
2: uh, uh, but aren't these same people? But this is what the this is what the supposition of the documentary is. These are the people who are suppressing this this super high tech technology that could also generate power you know throughout the country for with no emissions and for what they really sell, start selling that around the world if it's if it's Lockheed Martin or you know these fucking super secret programs skunk works or whatever and if it's you know the the NSA or the military that's all kind of involved in this stuff start selling it to the world and start there's no profit
1: wait, wait, wait. there hold on hold, hold on for- before you get into profit, the the whole where the whole mindset of these organizations are are everyone's out to kill us. I, it, it, because they're in the business of espionage. So so I'm saying that they're coming from the we can't sell this information to anybody because we're trying to save this so that they don't use it against us. So in I, other words, if
2: we if we have like this these crazy you know, new ways to generate power and, and they're being used in the engine of these crazy UFO-like spaceships that, that, that are ours, but we fly them around anti gravity. The minute we put those out into the public, China and Russia could just reverse engineer those and suddenly now we're fucked?
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean that, that that's how I've always taken it is that, like, this is top-secret information because if other countries got it, it affects our our nation state. And And listen, whether you believe that or not, that's that is the mindset to be there. I yeah, I mean, I guess I just I just
2: once again, it goes back to, okay, so forget Edward Snowden then. You don't think that that Russia or China, who has proven that they can easily hack a lot of our infrastructure, whether it be voting or, or private companies, they haven't found this stuff yet?
1: Well, I, 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 the thing is, is, is th- this is where the snowball happens because the, where we got all, all of our information from, from was when we, when we took all of the Nazi scientists. And so they had this information first. So the Cold War started because when we split up the Operation Paperclip, when we split up the Nazi scientists, it was what the fuck were they working on? This is the new technology race, and so we can't give them any information because they're working on it too. They had, you know, anything from even if whether you believe time travel or not, if they were if if there was a and and this is all hearsay and bullshit, but if there was a Nazi scientist working on that, then this became top secret because we have to get them. You know, and 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 this is this is crazy talk. But we did split up their scientists and we, we basically had them continue their projects and everything that they were working on, no matter how ridiculous it was, we paid them to continue those projects and we let them off the hook. And 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 even, you know, I always bring this up because the 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 head of NASA was an a Nazi rocket scientist who definitely knew that there were camps that of people dying to build his rockets that were killing people in Europe. Like like he is not clean or clear from any Nazi blood. Of and course. He, and,
2: and 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 by extension, neither would be the US government that would pay him just because the enemy yeah. of our enemy is our friend. I mean, but but yeah, I mean we're 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 the country is completely compromised morally to justify things like that and national security etc cetera. But that doesn't answer my question. I'm saying if, if there is this top secret shit that the that the powers that be are sitting on for for profit reasons, okay, your your answer to that is like they they're not going to release it out into the world because then the then the Russians or the Chinese or whoever could get a hold of it and reverse engineer it. And I'm going, well, well, how how come they haven't found it already? No, they, they've, no, I, they've, I, they've, I, they've hacked into our systems. They have spies. They have ways of getting information.
1: I, I'm saying you don't you don't make your money from from putting it all out there. But but I don't know. But, but, but that's why I keep saying yes. There's lots of stuff that we don't put out there that our
2: enemies, so-called enemies or competitors, are still going to find because they're trying to get information. You know, the same way we're trying to get information. The same way we use the Nazi, the former Nazi, to help us. They're they're trying to dig around. They're, they're they're they've they've had spies before. They've they've turned people in the U.S. They've or they've they could hack things. That you know they're trying to hack us right now to to get vaccine information. I mean, it's like, I, uh, how come they haven't, they they haven't found it that way. They're not going to find it that way. I mean, uh, 60 years of developing reverse engineered UFO technology, the Russians and the Chinese haven't gotten access to it somehow found it, let alone where UFOs are, UFOs aren't visiting them. They haven't found these, these Tic Tacs or these, they haven't had their
1: own Roswell. But but like you're asking these questions and I'm like, yes, this is all happening but that but then then so that's why
2: i'm wondering so then russia and china has also found these aliens seen these aliens i assume i mean they have their own nuclear sites so did they also have their own top secret super secret technology that they've reverse engineered and created but that that they also have not yet released to the world for 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 reasons motivated by profit and all that
1: i mean I have no I have no leads in any direction but but I've always thought that. But then then it begs
2: the question, okay, so then it's why if we all have this top secret shit that could revolutionize the world and you know would make people money and would take over and transform our society, okay, let's all just agree to release it, transform our society. <laughs> Get rid of fossil fuel. If we all have it because we all have access to alien shit or we've all you know, been able to reverse engineer alien stuff. I don't, that's, I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out what the deeper, what Stephen Greer was saying in his documentary, you know, that, that, that there's some deep, deep, deep state military industrial cabal that is hiding this shit for what, I just don't understand what they're hiding it for. And once again, if they, if it's all over the world, if every nation in the, in the world is also hiding it because they don't want everyone else to get it, well if we all they all got it, let's just fucking start, you know, putting this alien I would, technology. I would, loose. I would I would
0: I would I would put it to you like this. Fossil fuel still exists. Mm-hmm. Um, why would you water down Rick and Morty by releasing solar opposites? It doesn't make any sense. Like, well, I don't, wouldn't it, wanna,
2: it, it doesn't, it doesn't, wouldn't You really want to
0: squeeze every dollar that you could out of Rick and Morty before you did Solar Opposites?
2: Well, that, 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 that no, look at what Seth MacFarlane did. He, he released nine fucking shows. It's exponential. <laughs> right. profit. It's a,
0: it's a bad personal, uh, no, I, I yeah, let me, I, let, I me, would... let, me, let me, let me just say it this way when, hmm. when you have, when you have a car that's selling. Why would you release a better or 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 how about this? Like a computer. Wouldn't you wait until the sales of your last computer sort of die down before you give them the new cool computer? Or would you or No, would you that's not that's would,
2: absolutely not what Apple does. Apple releases the new fucking iPhone every goddamn six months.
0: Yeah, but those aren't revolutionary in any way. Those are those are money grabs every time. Like mm-hmm. they they don't they don't like reinvent the wheel every time they put out a fucking iPhone. I'm saying like the second that the, let's say in this hypothetical, they have a new iPhone that is going to fucking kill. They have to wait until the current iPhone like completely stalls out before then they're like, okay, let's finally give them, let's stop updating the old fucking iPhone. Let's give them the new iPhone, you know?
2: Well you yeah, I think I think what you're saying is almost like if they had a chip they could plant in your head where we could all communicate telepathically why release that when we could still squeeze revenue out of the iPhone, you know, 10, 11, 12, 13,
0: 14, 15, right? Sure. Uh, yeah, whatever whatever weird made up thing you want to you want well, I mean, to like you you never want to be competing against yourself. But if you so, have so if you're still selling fossil fuels, why why sell this free energy thing.
2: I, that, 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 I don't, that makes no logic. If they have, if they not only have now, but they've had it for years and they're watching, you know, these are people who are brilliant enough to create this shit. They know climate change is real. They know the effects it's going to have. They know that if they release this stuff that, that would, you know, whatever it is, fusion energy, why wouldn't they just put that into the market? Well, they don't, give a,
0: fuck. They don't give a fuck about climate change. What, what, they do, just, they, what they do they give a fuck money. about? Let me ask they you want
2: this. money. They've got to get money by selling fusion and, but and hold energy. Hold on,
0: on, Really? really let, me, let me
1: ask you this. Do you think that the Queen of England, let's say she could cash out and no longer be the queen and she'd have more money than she's ever had, but she wouldn't be queen anymore. Do you think she'd, she'd give that up? Isn't that what her fucking grandson just did? <laughs> Well, I, if you're asking me, I think that he found out that they killed his mom. And so he's wanting to step away from that.
0: <laughs> Good Lord. Okay, but... Ridley, really, theory- hang on. It, can, it cannot be more simple. I don't know why you're not understanding this. If you have a product that's selling and you're making money on it, and a lot of people are giving you money or are getting a lot of money because they're investing in you, why would you cut any of that short to sell a new product? You wouldn't. You would wait until that product stops making money before you release the new thing.
2: No, because... What do you mean, no? Listen, listen, listen. We're talking about some new form of energy that I don't know how this shit works, that that somehow Lockheed Martin skunk works developed with some black budget Pentagon money. That's, That's the theory here, according to Stephen Greer. Okay, so they've got these fusion engines that power these crazy anti-gravity whatever maybe i'm mucking up the details and all this stuff but in theory this fusion energy that 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 powers these fucking tic-tacs that that what they saw in the nimitz encounter okay 16 years ago they're not going to start figuring out a way to monetize those fusion energy now like anything else yes maybe they can kind of go well you know it's really expensive so only like you know London can start buying two or three right now, but then we'll slowly ease into a system like how computers got less and less expensive and more consumer friendly. And, and you know what I'm saying? I mean, look, look, it's the coal industry compared to, compared to gas fracking.
1: Hold on. Here's the secret. Here's the secret secret shit that's happening. If you had that technology, who could you make money on and not reveal the technology exists? you could sell it to the government secret military and you could have them fly to mars and mine mars and brainwash soldiers and have them you know mine mars and then come back and uh, and rebrainwash them and and they don't know anything
0: i'm not i'm not I saying mean, that's I'm what so, i I'm, so I'm, believe i'm so lost i i, th- I... I don't know what we're talking about anymore. I thought I was trying to explain the rule of supply and demand to Ridley who well, seems I, reluctant to it.
1: I, well, I'm just I'm just adding on top of that that the supply and demand of the secret military is an unlimited budget and you don't need to have enemies learning anything about your shit either. I'm just saying that like
0: I Right, I, but this is a, but this is all in a weird Sort of tangent to the Nimitz, (laughs) which is like that there is a uh, some kind of free energy or something. Well, and then I'll
2: explain. It's not a tangent because the theory, uh, one theory with the Nimitz encounter is it's not aliens. What it is that day they saw top secret Air Force technology created in you know one of our government contracted you know industry labs somewhere in California, Skunk Works, which is Lockheed Martin, you know, they make fucking missiles and other defense technology. They created this, they figured out how to make fusion energy. They put it into a machine. Wade, where are you going?
0: That's somebody here. Oh, he's got, he's got they,
2: they they put they put that they put this fusion energy engine into a into a little capsule a forty foot tic-tac shaped capsule tested it out against the navy that day in 2004 november the navy was like holy shit what the fuck are these things um the air force if you believe you know one of the guys i think his name is pj turner who was in the Nimitz, collected the the data and went well let's let's go home and go back to the air force base and study you know how the tic-tac uh, did against the navy radars and the, and the pilots and the, the e2 hawkeyes and let's just get all this data wow the our 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 government made black budget tic tac fusion energy ship did pretty fucking well. It you know the radar, radar could see it, but the sonar couldn't, and invaded evaded the pilot and this and this, whatever. Okay, so now they go. We we have a working fusion engine. Why not go? We know it works. Sixteen years go by, ten years go by, but whatever start to fucking put it into the into the US military either to make, you know, okay. our our All military right. stronger so, number 1 or number 2 put it into the private sector, the commercial sector.
0: So you know? I didn't understand I didn't understand that that was I no one briefed me on that. I didn't know that that's one of the <laughs> it things. It was sort of that- it was
2: sort of touched less directly than than I just put it, yeah.
0: So then I would say if that's the case, then I would say the reason that they declassified this video now is because maybe finally now somebody hacked them and like got access to that information. So they're like, all right, fuck it. Like our cover is blown. They're going to have that shit. And I would say that like if they had if if the presumption is that they had that in 2004, that they have been using it secretly. Why would we know? We're fucking like dumb Hollywood people. Mm-hmm. So they've been using Unlike it. Unlike Tom
1: DeLonge.
2: Really? I mean, what Tom makes DeLong. us any different? I've already, Wade? Said,
0: I've already said Tom DeLonge is a <laughs> fucking moron. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm just saying, we so worked that at Rick my, and Morty. I mean, we
2: can't go into Skunk Works and get a fucking secret meeting?
0: We could try. Let's do it. <laughs> now, hey,
1: really, this is the dumbest side tangent I'll ever just bring up, and this is so stupid. But, um, it, like, 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 you know, the the Malaysian airline flight that went missing, right? Mm. Wormhole, fucking yeah. Uh, the like, there's one company where eight of the nine people who owned it were on that plane. Uh-huh. And I, 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 I'm just saying that, like, I believe that these high top secret things are happening, and and this this technology is being sold on the black market, and and could, because why would you bring it to the public sector when you you could you could sell top secret technology to top secret people. At black project money. Hold on,
2: hold on, hold on. You're uh, black market, like, like, like terrorists and criminals. Yeah. Yeah. So wait a minute. The theory here is that U S government military industrial complex are instead of putting it into the use in the U S military or even, you know, into our energy infrastructure, is selling it to
1: terrorists and criminals because that's the, more profitable the, the, this isn't a theory this is this is a speculation that if if one person saw this and thought they could get could make money off of it I, you you keep bringing a profit i'm just like well could one person like sneak out and sell it because because skunkworks isn't going to sell anything to uh the power company of los angeles you know what i mean like you'
2: you're talking i get what you're talking about. you're talking about like a like a Newman from Seinfeld in Jurassic Park sneaking yeah, out of Jurassic yeah. Park with the canisters of DNA of uh, dinosaur DNA.
1: I, I'm saying that that is more that to me is more probable than than this company being like, "Hey, it's our duty to uh, let the world know that we've got this technology."
2: Um, wait, repeat that last thing again. The, uh, well. I was think exactly it, what you just said a second. Yeah. Before. Yeah.
1: I, I think it's more plausible that somebody might try to sneak out technology individually than to have like Skunkworks come out and say, Hey, Hey world, um, here's some technology you should have. I don't
2: know. It, to me, it's, it's, it's like, it's like saying, you know, during the nuclear, you know, arms race that we, we cracked it. And we decided instead of nuking, I mean, I guess there was an act of war we had to end, you know, by displaying that kind of power. But it's like the closest comparison I can think of. That instead of showing the world that we just were like, yeah, well, I guess I, guess I don't know what we're going to do, but we really know we have nuclear weapons that could dominate any other you know, threat in the world. And instead, one rogue scientist started selling nukes on the black market. Like, I mean, that's, that's never going to happen. Like that, like that, no, no, would get, no. the government would crack down on that.
0: But that's a false equivalence because, like, nukes are only for destruction, right? Like, you're mm-hmm. talking about free energy for the world. Well, I'm is- talking about
2: whatever this secret technology is that that, it, that could. That it, what, what have we learned? What have we learned? I mean, everything that's created by these programs usually is for weaponry first. I mean, nuclear yeah. weapons came before the space program and 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 nuclear power plants. So, I'm saying why, why, like, okay, it's as simple as this. Nuclear power plants are an extension or the energy equivalent of nuclear or the spin off of nuclear weapon programs, right? So, if we have the secret fucking shit that powers the tic tac, clearly nuclear power plants are profitable. They existed. Why can't these fusion energy plants exist, supplanting the need for fossil fuels, but still going? into the pockets of the people who supposedly own it all anyway. They all, if, if, if the secret deep state cabal owns fossil fuel companies and that's why they don't want this technology out there because they're damn fossil fuel profits, but they also own the secret technology that will one day supplant it. Then they own everything anyway.
0: Yeah. Well, it's, it's the cat out of the bag thing, right? Like we let the cat out of the bag by nuking Japan. And then we showed everybody that we had this technology right now nobody knows that we have this allegedly that we have this technology right so why would you why would you release any of it
2: well i just at some point i just don't understand why if they've been sitting on it for let's say conservatively from all the way back to the Nimitz in 2004 16 years but look there've been ufo sightings before that so now we get into the muddy territory is all of it our technology that secret Blackworks programs is, is all of it aliens or is it some mixture where there's actually both aliens flying around and our own secret technology flying around, but let's just take the aliens out of the equation for a second. So it's all just our technology. I mean, what we've, for 60, 70 years, you know, we've been just having this shit that we, we aren't, when, when is the time right? At what point do we, I don't understand the world. The powers that be are just fine with with watching the world fall apart and not doing anything about it. I mean, I just yeah, I, 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 it's 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 absurd. That that's as absurd as lizard people because it suggests a world where these people have this incredibly advanced technology and they are so brilliant at covering it up. Well, they're so brilliant at developing it and brilliant at covering it up, but they haven't figured out a way to profit off of it without without you know. <laughs> I don't understand.
1: All, all I'm trying to say is to you is that like I feel like no, no matter what, they are profiting off of it. It's just, it's just not in the open. That's oh. like so. I'm trying the to on bla- the black market. That's what you're saying. No, no, that that was one suggestion. I think that I think that um, selling to 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 secret military installments beats uh, the black market, and you're you're going to make millions without it being on record I, I i'm just i just threw out the black market pro, idea out there that that's another idea but when 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 your skunk works you sell to the government all day and 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 none of it's on record
2: sure but then it's just so they're just they're then they're just basically
0: hang on, hang on. you guys okay. so you've you've for the last whatever 30... 30 minutes, you guys have been arguing this hypothetical where this thing like actually exists. And I think if we've learned anything through this debate, we've learned that none of this is the case. We don't have this technology. And this tic-tac that these pilots saw was an anomaly of some sort.
2: Well, what's anomaly mean?
0: Uh, like, I don't know. Have you ever driven through snow for fucking 10 hours? And yeah, then when you get but, out of your car, you still see snow coming at you? Yeah. Like, no.
2: So, so that's, that's what I'm saying. So then you're, you're, you're supporting the, the, the idea that, you know, once again, the, the FLIR video can, be, which is the video that was taken of the Nimitz encounter was, can be easily explained as, you know, something mundane that was just misunderstood by the pilot. Um, and at the same time, the people separately, because that was that was one separate pilot who who filmed it. Separately, four other pilots who saw something earlier in the day saw something with their own eyes. All four of them. That was, you know, what you're saying. Some sort of yeah, pilot but really, error. but
0: that doesn't mean that there's that we have this weird new technology. I mean. I can't explain it. I'm, I'm just going by what you guys have told me. And we spun off into this, like, Oh yeah, we have this technology. And it's definitely like the tic-tac thing. And like, I don't agree. I don't know what it is.
2: Well, that's, that that's, I guess I was, I'm, I'm I'm having it both ways because I'm, I'm calling it a question, you know, well, what is it then? Um, But, I'm also defending that it's secret military technology that, but, but I'm saying, but then why haven't we released it? So it's like, yes. Okay. So if I'm saying it's secret military, it's military technology. I'm also saying, well, that's ridiculous that they haven't released it yet. So, but then again, who fucking knows? I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm just saying, I'm just, you know, yeah,
0: I mean, welcome, little, welcome to the crazy world of conspiracy theories where nothing is legit and everything yeah. is uh, but, up for question.
2: But like, what, why the Nimitz encounter is so fascinating is because unlike a lot of these other UFO sightings and or whatever you want to, you know, conspiracy theories in general, there's so much information from radars, from from eyewitnesses that are
1: legitimate to well, – um, dude this 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 was released to the public you know what I mean there are at least there are at least a dozen other accounts that have as much information you know like like the Rendlesham account it has more documented information than this I'm just saying that none of this stuff is in the public eye because nobody's looking for it but there are a bunch of uFO encounters that have a lot of um data you know from from different Entities. And I I I only say that because like to me that this is even if it's secret military, it's all legitimate. And there's there's a lot of stories out there.
0: You know, you know, the one thing that we haven't explored is like, yeah, maybe there maybe it is secret military technology and they they were testing it and these pilots saw it or whatever, and then for whatever reason. They decided like, oh, this thing sucks. Like it's it's a fucking dead in the water. It's not good. Let's bail on this. Like it know, looks they, like a
2: tic-tac, guys. Try again. Yeah. Let's make it look or, like a Porsche.
0: This thing looks it's lame related. as fuck. Like no one's gonna be intimidated by it. Or what if the pilots landed and they had no hands anymore? And they were like, Well shit. This thing's great, but then our pilots have no hands. Yeah, we can't, we can't like mass produce this. This is crazy. Let's fucking kill it right now. Let's go back to the drawing board.
2: Isn't it worth the risk that some of our pilots lose their hands if we can dominate the world once again militarily (laughs) with our flying (laughs) Tic Tacs? I'm
0: like, who's who's this guy?
2: I'm someone in the fucking deep state cabal that's like pulling the strings.
0: Some. Southerner? Were you southern there?
2: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> Say this, everybody. I think it's worth a few pilots' hands to dominate the world. <laughs> Let's
2: work on the hand problem, Jensen. One guy's just so they're, to still,
0: that. they're still, they're still, still going. Like, well, we got to figure out this hand problem. Mm-hmm. So it's just like they they launched it. It was the beta release, and now yeah. they're back to like trying to figure it out. Sure. It takes and I mean, longer than 20 years. No,
2: I look, I, 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 once again, I, I if you just put all the stuff in the Occam's razor scale, it's like it being a series of coincidences. I, I, is that, is that simpler of an explanation than top secret military equipment? I don't, that's hard. For, I don't know because it was so many coincidences, so many things that I had, had to kind of be a combination of radar error and, and, and you know, mistaken pilot eyewitness sightings and also the, the video itself, you know, sure. All of those things could be just like the crazy. It's like the Epstein suicide versus murder debate. Like, sure. That could have just been him committing suicide and the camera shut off. You know what I mean? All that, all that stuff could have completely gone wrong by complete coincidence. That's what that's, that's one argument for the Nimitz. It was just a series of crazy coincidences where they all saw and thought things. And also the computers thought things and saw things. Um, or is it that it's but, also, but also
0: like, hang on to that point. Like memory is really bad. Like, and you yeah, can gaslight like, people super hard. Sure. so no, like, and that, maybe... that's when,
2: Yeah. Mick West talks about that. He goes like, well, how do we know that they're not listening to each other's accounts? And then it's starting to affect their brains. I mean, all that stuff, the human brain, what what I always say is the human brain is the craziest, most powerful thing in the universe. And we're all walking around within our heads and we're saying, no, there's something crazy and powerful out there. But I'm like, dude, in the known universe, we have the most crazy and powerful thing ever created right here. Billions of them yeah. walking around, taking in the world and processing it. So it's gonna, there's going to be false memories, and there's going to be delusions, and there's going to be hallucinations, and there's going to be fucking insanity, and there's going to be lies and sociopathy and greed and all kinds of different things that can, can distort so all this stuff. let's...
0: So let's right now take a step back and you guys tell me, I think we'll start with Willie. Mm-hmm. What, what was the USS Nimitz encounter in your estimation?
1: I I think that um, from, from, they were tracking these things for a couple days before they went to go investigate them. I think that they encountered some alien probes that were doing some business out in the middle of the ocean. And they went to go look at them and these probes were like, Oh fuck shit. Uh, let's move out of the way. I think that, um, um, that they stumbled upon alien probes that, that, I, you know, I, I, I don't need to go further than that. I don't, I don't, I don't think, but um.
0: yeah, that sums it up. Yeah. Aliens. Ridley. What do you think?
1: Clouds.
2: Uh, it was a perfectly clear day. So they saw a white object about 40 feet wide. I mean, it could have been a fucking cloud
0: on a radar though.
2: Yeah, sure. Maybe it had a, you know, Ice in it or something. That's that's one of the theories. Ice clouds, ice formation.
0: After all of I, this, after all of the <laughs> fucking research you've done, you're going to default to clouds.
2: No, I, I, I'm only doing that to, to illustrate a point. To to, to put a, a, I wanted to be as much on the other end of the Goldilocks spectrum <laughs> as, as Willie, but I, I do think it's. I, I would I would lean towards. Jeez, it, it's crazy that I, I'm all over the place because I can't tell if now after all this conversation. I was dead set that it was secret military equipment, okay? But after this conversation, I'm going, you know, I'm convinced myself with that debate. Like, well, why wouldn't they have just released it by now? Why is it so secret? And so maybe it is fucking aliens. Or, or, or something, you know, uh, you know. Uh, I, I was thinking this. Here, here's another thing I'm going to throw on you guys uh, on the plate. You know, a lot of the witnesses saw, including David Fraber, saw the water churning, okay? So there, and they saw yeah. the thing flying over the water. So there's suspicion that it, like it was was not just able to kind of fly up eighty thousand feet or out of the atmosphere, but also into space, but also back all the way down and, and
1: would go underwater. And, maybe and, and the water didn't uh, wasn't affected differently, meaning it could fly through water as if it was. I'll say it creating its own gravitational field. Go on. Mm-hmm. So 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 maybe
2: they were. Maybe there is a race of. You know, humans that broke off from the main evolutionary chain, however long ago, under that exists like Atlantis, that have (laughs) been creating, that are a hundred years ahead of us or or five hundred years ahead of us, that have created this technology. Now you laugh, but it is technically more realistic than aliens. The only
0: reason I'm laughing is because I wish you would have said that fifteen minutes into this episode.
2: (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm saying it now, so you know, we needed an episode. You know, (laughs) no, I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying like, 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 like if you want to just like examine the alien possibility realistically, it's like, you know, yeah. Okay, sure. I guess if they can move like that, like the witnesses saw the tic-tac move, I guess that means they could have come from billions of miles away, but Mm. that just makes it a little more difficult than if it's, you know, created here on earth somehow.
1: Dude, let's do the let's do the bonus episode this Atlantis tech that is, is
0: Okay, but let me let me say what my thoughts are. Okay. Okay. Dirty radar uh, they're like well, this is weird there's all these weird things flying around. Let's go uh, let's go see what they are and then it was a big cloud.
2: Well then you're you're just stealing my
0: theory. No, that was that was mine.
2: Well, honestly,
0: wait.
2: Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, I know I'm trying. I know I'm literally playing both ends of the the field here. If that's an expression, but uh, there's some. Re- you should a- a- anybody listening to this, if, if you've made it this far, should research all these names I'm throwing out because it's there's some great stuff that's like I'm not a UFO person, and there's some stuff that's written by people who I think are a little more credible than a fucking History Channel guy, right? Alien ancient alien dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, some meme guy with the crazy hair.
1: Yeah, like Robert like, Salas, Robert Jacobs. Well, this Robert guy,
2: Hays- I'm talking to the guys who are, they, they, this guy, Tim McMillan, who's kind of doing this investigative work, who's digging up this stuff and kind of exploring it from a kind of a military, you know, point of view Like he's interviewing these people. He's so one of the articles, I, I can't remember if it's in popular mechanics or this, the war zone, which is another publication I assembled. And I, to be honest, I don't even know if it's just McMillan guy. Cause there's other guys who write about this stuff like Tyler Rogaway. But the, the, he talks about how that day, that 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 the day of the Nimitz and the the USS Roosevelt, apparently in 2014 15, which are the other two you know tapes, the Gimbal and the GoFast from that series of three that were released, they were like testing there's new radar equipment or something. Like they were both there, and both yeah. those carrier groups. I think so. There that that speaks to the idea that this could have been a planned exercise in intermilitary testing shit on each other. Hey, you guys, hear the the, the the Nimitz crew or the Roosevelt crew is going out there with the brand new radars. Oh, perfect time to test our secret, top secret, you know, Tic Tac technology to see how it works against the new radar.
0: Yeah. I mean, listen, if I, if I'm being honest about my theories, I would say these guys saw something. um, I don't know how, I don't know how credible they are. I think like you could ease I, don't know, I mean, I, we've we've said it all before. I an, I, I fall uh, yeah, somewhere in yeah, line with all this stuff. Absolutely. I don't I don't really need to. to it's it's um, you know
2: what it is all for right, me. Let's, for, I want to conclude with one thing for me. It's like it's being fascinated with things like the staircase or, you know, some of these other, you know, even the Joan Benny Ramsey case. Or some of these cases were like there's just not quite a hundred percent clear explanation. So that in itself is fascinating. Even if you're like, ah, most likely it was this most likely was that, you know, it's just fascinating. The staircase is like a murder story where it could have been an owl that killed his wife. I mean, you know, like that's fucking fascinating. So that's, I'm more fascinated in this, not from a, I love aliens and I want to believe aliens. I'm just like, I can't believe that there is just something that's so confusing and so complicated and there's no clear answer. And I want to say one last thing on top of that. Nobody talks about this. And this is all where it all weaves together and what it ties in, what I said earlier about how all these figures are all kind of connected. And there's a story with that too. The first pilot in the Nimitz encounter was a guy named Lieutenant Colonel, I believe Douglas Cheeks Arthur, I think his name is. And he was the guy who was kind of flying out there and sort of saw some shit before they sent out David Fravor and the wing woman. And then before the, the guy uh, Chad Underwood with the FLIR camera footage. And that guy apparently in 2004, he was part of that Nimitz crew that saw some shit in the water. Also, I think that's all he saw was just the frothing water. And he later went on to work for billionaire and uncle of deuce, uh, Robert Bigelow's, um, bigelow airspace company that was the contractor for the ATIP, you know this the top secret harry reed you know funded military black budget program that pilot would involve the nimitz encounter tangentially not tangentially directly but he's never talked about worked for the fucking same company that was getting top secret you know black budget funding that then later was part of the release of the nimitz encounter video to the to the, yeah, to, the yeah. to the public so you go like, there's, I mean, I'm sorry that what's going on there. Like what's the connection there? It's, there's, these people are all kind of connected in some weird way. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I'm just, I'm just like putting it out there in a tantalizing way. Follow the money, baby.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Follow the money always. Uh, and that's why I don't believe most of this stuff because there's always going to be a bottom line behind any of it. Um, really? You're very passionate about this. Thank you so much for, Talking about it for so long. Yeah. We are going to do a bonus episode if you if you want to stick around and like we can keep talking about this. We can get into your people from the center of the earth, the the different humans. Um, stay tuned, everybody, or tune in to our next bonus episode. Just go to patreoncom slash sci fi for access to that. Ridley, thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank yep. you for having me. Uh, it's a
2: delight. I'm glad I got to finally get this out of my head after,
0: yeah. after weeks of
2: <laughs> swimming around in it.
0: And yeah, no, I, this is
2: too great. lazy thank to you. write about it.
0: This is, this was very fun to talk about. Um, thanks. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, send us email, Wade and Willie at gmail.com, uh, com slash real life sci-fi. And remember, just because oh. you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not after you.
2: Oh, and also tweet at me if you have any theories or, or if you want to clear up anything I got wrong. Ryan Ridley. Oh, shit. Ryan Ridley.
0: We didn't, we didn't do plugs. Yeah. Do your, yeah, do your, your plugs.
2: I don't really have any plugs. And everything I would be working on, don't watch Rick and Morty season four uh, out of spite in support me because I don't work out anymore ah, and don't watch no, and no, season three <laughs> out of spite for, for Wade because he didn't work on season for three for me. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and yeah. <laughs> or, or tell me how bad it's been without me and tell Wade how bad it was after season two without him.
0: Yeah. I think it's only gone downhill from one to two to three to four.
2: Absolutely. So, Uh, But no, but really, anything I would promote would be um, stuff that may or may not come out in the future. So I I don't really have anything. Just working on a few things, but really, honestly, please tweet at me if you have any fucking answers for this shit because I want to know more.
0: Say it again? I just said just tweet at me if
2: you have... No, no, no.
0: Say your your handle again because for me it broke up. At Ryan Ridley. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. At All right, thanks, interview. man.
2: All right, thank you. Thanks, dog. Yeah.